such a good song though <laughs> it's a good mood oh, i don't hear you too much you gotta get closer oh you don't okay okay let me get my chair closer hey everybody hello everybody welcome hola hola to Sup? the world of tango to the world of adam and chico and adam's head with that song yeah What'd you do today, Adam? <laughs> I drove out to Newark. Mm-hmm. Your favorite drive. My favorite it? place in the world. <laughs> and um, the drive was actually pretty easy. They didn't have me take the highway. They had me take the local roads through the city and into the tunnel. And that actually went pretty well. And then um, when I crossed into the other side, Jersey. Mm -hmm. the, and, uh, the garden city. I haven't taken my mask garden off yet. State, keep that on. Because <laughs> I live in this state. You better watch out. Anybody um, out there want to let me know how well you hear Chico? Because I don't hear it too well. Send me a send us a little message. It might just be me. You hear it just fine? Okay, Chico. All right. Good. Because we're sharing a microphone tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. It's always me. Mr. 25 push-up. So I got I got nominated for that bullshit. What bullshit? Potato Poodle, who uh, might listen in tonight. She's been working again. Oh, oh she got internet <laughs> service changed or something. Oh, anyway. The, the 25. The fucking 25 push-ups, which I, believe it or not, I used, I used to be able to do that, but I haven't exercised Besides riding my bike, hold on, we got James calling. 
Well, besides riding funny, a bicycle, I knew because uh, Neeraj, I think, tagged James for it, and then you mentioned it something under potato poodle, and I was like, Adam, you're fucked. Fuck. You're gonna be tagged. Are for you it. sore, James? <laughs> no, no. Oh wait, let me change this. I haven't done my second day yet. Oh yeah. But I, but I'm not sore. No. So you started. No, I do. Or yesterday. I started yes. I, I I started yesterday, but I'm gonna do I'm gonna do today sometime during your show. Not like <laughs> not like I'd not like, like while I'm on the now. show, you know. Now, yeah. come on. We can all do it now. I'll do it with you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I want. I wanted to. I wanted to do like a, a healthy version, you know, because I just. I just went all out for that one. I, I was really drunk. Uh, I know it might, <laughs> shock, it might shock you. It might be a big surprise, but it was the equinox, you know. It was the equinox. It was one of the oh, four biggest uh, celebrations of the year. And you had some good uh, music going. Yeah, to James whip, to whip you into motivated. shape, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I thought I was going to do like a elbows in like five at a time with uh, like, you know, lots of rest in between, like a, like a really healthy, good recovery kind of version, uh -huh. you know, for, for all the people who are like, you know, like Ramanda, I saw she said, get your elbows in or whatever. Yeah. There's, a guy <laughs> in New York. Thing. There's a guy in New York named Jose Fluke who um, does like handstand push-ups so he got nominated i mean he's doing normal push-ups but he's also posting videos of himself doing like handstand push-ups i haven't done push-ups oh, since i was ripped. in my teens yeah don't fucking tag me guys. we were doing that i mean you can tag me but i will not tag 25 people that's my problem with that that yeah. you have to post it every day tag someone else yeah i don't uh, want to annoy 25 no. people no i can't i can't I mean, do it we're creating a suicide awareness, but we might also be a reason for <laughs> exactly <laughs> pushing someone on the edge. Uh, if I get through three or four, I'll be very, very proud of myself. But I'm not holding myself to that. You know, it's not. All right, let's do it. Know. Well, I got nominated, but I'm actually going to wait until I can get up to 25 again before I embarrass myself. I, I think you should. I feel that. You should do one the first day, two the second day. <laughs> there you go. That'll work. I like that. Three the third day. You should post it like that. Variation. <laughs> why not? No, seriously. I don't know why, but the other day I, I did push-ups just to try it out again, and I was so disappointed in myself. I think I got through like eight. All right. I'm going to try it You're going to try it? All right. Yeah, I'm gonna All right. Try. Chico's trying to do push-ups. Okay. So, okay, Chico. Right. Here it goes. Ready? Here we go. One. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Flatten your back. Let's okay. do it. Two. Oh, no. Three, four, five. This uh -huh. is hard. Six. <laughs> seven is good. You're dipping a little in the middle. Eight. Okay, I thought you said flat yeah. tonight. Ten. Okay. Ten. Dude, fucking ten. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. I'm starting to go down less. <laughs> Am I going down like an inch? I mean, you're not really doing a full push-up, but I'm going to count it anyway. <laughs> I mean, there's still like 16 pretty decent push-ups. 17, wow. Fuck, now i got to do this shit, right? 18. Oh, shit, I want to do a down dog in the middle. <laughs> yeah, do it. Okay. Do, um, you, ever, you ever heard of um, rock climber push-ups? You start in the down dog position, 
you go uh, towards your face as you lower your arms, and then you pop up at the end like a push up. Uh, Twenty. Twenty. You want to do five more? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chico, you got this. You got this. He's doing a little downward dog break, but uh, here we go. Yeah, mountain climbers. <laughs> yeah, mountain climbers. Those are good. Okay. Three more. Three. Two. Oh fuck. <sighs> one. You know you're fucked for like the next three days. That last one was painful. <laughs> wow, she did it. Oh, my arms are burning. <sighs> Yeah, you're going to be Nice. Wow. Good for you, though. I came out to Newark to practice, and now you're going to be too sore to lift up your arms tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> April, it's your fault. She was like, do it. So we made empanadas tonight. It was kind of funny. We went to the grocery store to stock up for some food for the next few days, and we saw those little empanada. What the I fuck is my <laughs> Chico might not be in this conversation for the next few minutes. She's just recuperating right now. I feel like a Hulk. I feel like my arms so pumped. <laughs> you know that feeling when you work triceps and biceps? Like, it's such a good feeling. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, the guys at the gym, like, look at they, like look in the mirror and they, they don't flex their arms. They, like, squeeze it straight like this with the fist. Right? <laughs> Yeah, the discs. Um, we saw. We were like, we just entered the grocery store. I don't even know what was on our agenda, and we saw these stupid empanada discs, and we we're both like, "Oh, let's make empanadas!" And they actually came out really good. Yeah, and we both I made a them for potato years. curry. That was amazing. I know. I just yeah. fucking. I don't even know how that happened. I just was like, "Give me all your spices." I cooked up some. Yeah. Potatoes, mashed it all in there. Threw in mushrooms and mushrooms onions. Mushrooms and carrots and. Fine carrots. Damn. It's like a samosa in a yeah. empanada shell. The shell itself I'm not a fan of. I gotta find a better shell. Yeah. Or if anybody out own. there knows about better empanada shells. But the um, and then we do one with the cart with the sausage, which is okay. We're working on uh, we're 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 working on a cassava one. Uh, we're trying to develop a, a good cassava empanada shell. Really? Yeah, Krista and I. Keep me, keep me posted. I would like to check that out. Uh, we'll do. We'll do. Uh, our little elf friend said that's not an empanada. <laughs> that's not a knife. That's a duendes. It actually duendes means elf, but it also means warlock or um, there's another word for it. I forget. Well, he's an elf. But he's an elf. He's an elf. So, Jane, what have you guys uh, up. been up to? Oh man, we've been uh, we've been doing a lot of work, like teaching tango on Zoom. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's been crazy. We've been really busy, and then we've been making these videos, uh, you know, like just doing ochos and the turn and like some basic steps and stuff, you know. And and some of them, some of those videos, we are for you guys. We're sending to you guys. Uh, yeah, but I can't you know, but they're not very good, you know. It's like I'm very disappointed in my ocho after 24 years. Mm. Well, that's good. I mean, so I, I always no, I always think of it like this. Yeah. Like, whenever I'm upset with my dancing, I'm like, well, because if I was if I was happy with it, I'd probably stop. You know, I'd be like, all right, I'm good. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so in a way, exactly. I think of it like, oh well, I still suck. That's cool. I got more to work on. You know. Try to look at it from a more positive light. <laughs> exactly. 
James, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'll look at it from the other end. <laughs> well, it's not. I mean, it's true, Adam. It's a huge motivator for a lot of people, including myself. You know, including myself. Well, you I, know, I, 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 I think this changed the complexion of my last week. I, on Friday, I taught two private lessons in person outside with masks on, and. Um, <clears throat> I'll tell you, man, it felt really good. We were on a pier and on the Hudson and, and the, you know, the sun going down. And it wasn't romantic or anything, but it was just nice to be there physically. And um, and then, you know, Saturday we had a little barbecue outside with a few friends, but, like, you know, socially distanced. And then I saw an old friend on Sunday also socially distanced and Monday as well. And so, like, it's just totally changed my the week complexion of my last week compared to, like, the last six months seeing, like, one person every week or two, like actually seeing people a little bit more, it's been amazing. And work, like and that's what working, might yeah. be also like, James, I'm sure you feel I mean, I haven't gotten to lecture about... and make women feel bad about themselves in like seven months. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know, it's terrible. Actually, what we did was I took it like, I just told them like, we're not doing it like a lesson, we're just going to dance and and just get back in shape, basically, because there's no reason to, you know, go get all thinky or, or, or technical when you just miss dancing, you know. That's yeah. when you guys Sil comment. Silence. That's when you guys comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wanted to wait, I wanted to wait for James to comment. <laughs> no comment. No comment. I'm not commenting on that. Comment. Oh, dear. But I agree, like, I don't want to right away jump to teaching like I was teaching with anything uh, I wanted to be more well, also about just feeling like you're dancing again. Yeah, I mean, that's or the first thing thinking. is we're, we're all lacking the dance itself. So and then and then number two is like, you're not doing it to go to a milonga or to go use it somewhere this else. Your dance this time. is your time for dancing. So, yeah. you know, why spoil that by um, telling somebody like, you know, this could be better, or that could be better, or... Marcelo, shut up! <laughs> I just came here to say, that is not empanada, first. Second, hi. Hi. Oh, what's not an empanada, es exactly? It's not an empanada, Marcelito. It's something like, like the Adam was mentioning with potatoes and I don't know what. This is a strange version of empanada. The, the fact that there was curry in it took it away from empanada. Oh, I ruined the what? empanada. I thought it was James's recipe for the shell of the empanada that ruined the empanada. No, I mean, cassava like predates, predates wheat for the, the shell, you mm -hmm. know? Come on. It's I don't true. know anything about it. I'm just pretending so I don't sound stupid. Indigenously. <laughs> no fucking idea what, what it is at I all. I the history, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my whole doctorate on this whole, you know, history of the empanada. And Marcelo, we spit the first bite. We thought that makes it an empanada. <laughs> there you are. Here, there you are. Such a turca and agree. Oh, no! <laughs> Marcelo, are you going to do 25 push-ups for us? Yeah, Marcelo. Yeah. Can yeah. I nominate you? <laughs> no, I can do push-up, but with the finger. doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, like, I want to see a video of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, Neeraj is going to like all bloat about his fucking <clears throat> 25 push-ups. 
Our guest is here now, everybody. Be polite. Oh, Hello? I, I thought oh. it was me calling. Yeah, clean bad. up your language, Chico. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good evening, everyone. Hello. Hello. I assume oh, you all are evening. having fun already. We're trying. <laughs> we, um, we've never actually met. Like, I think we've seen you play live. Yeah, so I've seen you too. <laughs> can you pronounce your name for us so I don't say it wrong? Uh, my uh, first name or both of my names? <laughs> both of your names. Okay, so it's Nastasia uh -huh. Voinovich. Voinovich. Okay. Nastasia Voinovich. Well, welcome. Perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. May I ask you? Nastasia. Such a beautiful Nastasia. name, Nastasia. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and it's uh, written with a J. Yes. And so it's like a Y sound, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah so neat. we have in in Serbian we have uh, one letter per sound. It's very easy to spell words. Okay. Oh, interesting. And so. how are you? How are you doing tonight? You're on. Uh, our friends James and Marcelo are joining us right now on the call. But if you want, I can dump. I can get rid of them if you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. It's just a little hard to like. Um, I guess uh, when when we can't see each other, uh, it's hard to see who's about to open their mouth and speak. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I guess uh, we'll work it out. Um, so I'm doing well. Uh, a little stressed out. Uh, I have lots of work to do, and also I kind of I. Since the quarantine, I didn't really speak much in public, so <laughs> I'm kind of anxious about this too. But <laughs> yeah, I don't worry, nobody is looking at you. Around. It's okay. It's yeah. easier. Yeah. It's easier without the video, I think. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's easier in person, but true. What can we do now? Imagine that all of us were in underwear, so it's okay. Well, Marcelo oh, probably. Yeah. Is. <laughs> that, that's what they told me to do before I go on stage. <laughs> but it's also, look, we're right now here from Santa Fe, Newark, New Jersey, Buenos Aires, and you're in Philadelphia right now, correct? Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So there's that amazing yeah. moment that we're all in our homes, but we're all together. Yeah, so yeah, we got your... We got your connection, your contact from Meredith, who's in Philly, mm -hmm. from Tango School there. So that's nice. And how did you get to meet Meredith? So I, before I moved to the United States, I used I danced uh, tango in Serbia. So I wanted to continue dancing. So I was looking for schools, and I found the uh, uh, Meredith School. So okay. I okay. went there and. Um, I was kind of trying to be not really noticeable, but <laughs> that wasn't really possible because I was the only new person there. So she approached me and we started talking. And here we are. <laughs> oh, wow. Did, um, did you play tango yet? Or did you get introduced to playing tango when you were coming to Philly? Yeah, so I didn't really. I mean, I played a bunch of uh, Piazzolla stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, earlier, but uh, I never really played the real old tango music. So, um, yeah, I started doing that here uh, a couple of years ago, actually. 
But I very much enjoyed dancing, so I was kind of actually addicted to it. <laughs> like most of us. I didn't know you danced. Oh, that's cool. That's great. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw yeah. a photo of you dancing, and I, yeah. I, I was the creepy one. I looked into your website a little bit, and oh my God. <laughs> your Facebook, I'm like, I want to know her a little bit. And No, she's the creepy one, just to let you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I, I don't think there's anything creepy about that. I think it's just like... Um, oh, it's fascinating to watch your videos and stuff online. And oh, thank you so much. introduced to your uh, biography, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. It seems like you've been playing violin for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Almost 20 years. Wow. How long <laughs> were would you when you started? I started when I was seven years old. Amazing. Yeah. It was uh, quite quite a journey, actually. Um, I um, My mother wanted me to play some small instrument, you know, and uh, she took me to... In the music school in my hometown, uh, we didn't have violin teachers, so she met... Uh, one and only violin teacher in the north of Montenegro. And uh, uh, she took me there twice a week. I went to take lessons. And wow. then and then it turned out I, I kind of, you know, I have talent for music. So it turned out to be a big deal, you know. It wasn't just for fun anymore. <laughs> so I started moving around the world to, um, uh, to uh, learn more and get better at what I'm doing. It's amazing. And wow. it seems you've traveled a lot around the world working too. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, for uh, someone from uh, my country, when I was a kid, like most of my peers from school didn't really travel anywhere. But I got to see so much uh, of Europe uh, be just because I played the violin. Uh, I went to a lot of competitions. Uh, and master classes, and it was just, it, it was really stressful. <laughs> hmm. I'm not gonna lie, but it was also, you know, it was beautiful. I got to see uh, lots of things and lots of uh, different people, and I'm really grateful for that. I can imagine like you grew up faster than most of your friends at your age. Yeah, actually, I moved uh, to a different country when I was 12 years old. And then, like, a few years later, when I was maybe 15, um, I was already living away. Actually, no. At the age of 13, I was living away from my parents. And then a few years later, I started living on my own, and it's kind of like um, it really toughens you up. You you yeah, you you mature much much faster. Wow, well, yeah, yeah, I can imagine also like changing a country too. Sure, I, yeah. I know people like who go to boarding school and stuff earlier on, or uh -huh. this and that. But yeah, I don't know many people who actually go to another country and like basically start living by themselves in another place. Yeah, that's <clears throat> amazing. How is Montenegro? I mean, I've always, like, I don't know that much about your country, but I, what I've seen in 
photos and stuff are just amazing nature amazing mm -hmm. it's by the mediterranean right yeah yeah uh, it looks so gorgeous it is really a beautiful tiny little beautiful country um it has a lot of problems you know we just actually changed the government uh after 30 years of dictatorship holy <laughs> shit Yes, so we're about to start uh, our own dictatorship here. Ah, uh, yeah, so you came to oh, the right actually. place, and <laughs> uh, we started it already. So, <laughs> right, I'm I'm already used to this kind of thing, you know. So <laughs> it's nothing new for me, but yeah, but it's uh, it's really gorgeous, um, uh, a gorgeous place. It's just. Um, you know, it doesn't have a lot to offer to young people currently, but hopefully with the new government, uh, things will change a little bit, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for the, for the, my, my way or my ways mm -hmm. um, that took me uh, here. And uh, it's, it's been, quite an experience and what brought you to philly specifically i, I don't know if you said I, yet. uh no, she, didn't. Yeah, so, she didn't say it okay. yeah i was um so i figured uh, in belgrade where i finished my bachelor's and uh, a master's i figured you know it's time for me to go elsewhere because uh, there are no job opportunities. There is not much uh, more to learn. And I really wanted to, you know, um, do the best I can. So I um, contacted a, a teacher I met at one of the master classes I uh, took. And uh, he works here in Philly at uh, Temple University. And uh, he encouraged me to apply. I got a full scholarship um, and I decided to come. I really never planned to to live in the U.S. It wasn't really attractive to me. I was more into uh, European lifestyle, but, you know, I couldn't really refuse a full scholarship with a teacher mm -hmm. I really admired. So that's why I came here. Hmm. Okay, that's great. That's sort of yeah. like Chico's story. Yeah. Chico never wanted yeah. to live in the, in the States. Yeah. You never even was attracted to New York, but then you came here. Well, I worked with an architectural firm that was called Parallel 41. And the reason the name was my boss had lived in New York and he was from Istanbul and he loved both of the cities and they're on the same parallel, which is Parallel 41. So <laughs> when I was I got the scholarship and I was applying for schools and thinking Europe and other places and he came in one day he's like you're taking a month off flights to the u.s are like four hundred dollars round trip you're gonna go visit new york and other places and then make up your mind and that basically was it i got the because he was like new york is not like the rest of the country you have a yeah, yeah different yeah. idea about the u.s like you should just mm -hmm. go so yeah and you got into njit as well like yeah, and then I came and got the scholarship so from here, yeah. So oh, that's thing. awesome. So, how do you call someone from Montenegro? Uh, through regular ways. Uh... No, I mean like... <laughs> 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 okay, I awesome. Amazing. 
<laughs> awesome. Thank you. Okay, we can yeah. leave now. That was the best joke ever. <laughs> no, I seriously thought you were asking, you know, if we have like freedom of speech, internet no, and no, stuff, no. you know. I, just, I was meaning like Montenegrin, Montenegrin. It's Montenegrin without okay. an A. Yeah. I'll type it here in the chat. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> So you do uh, it's such a nice name too, right? It like sounds really, it's really cool. In Spanish, for instance, sounds Montenegro, which sounds yeah, like it. a super nice name. So from where are you, Montenegro? And it's a, like a mystery behind of that. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, that's actually a literal a translation of the of the original name. It's a black mountain. Hmm. Mm, right. I did not know that. So how do you call people from Montenegro? <laughs> so how did the dictatorship got taken down? I think uh, there's this new law that they introduced about uh, freedom of religion uh, last year, and then people just did not agree with that, and they all started protesting, and they protested for like, I think, more than half a year. Wow. Uh, almost every day, the whole country, and it really kind of um, inspired the politicians from the opposition parties to, you know, really uh, kind of organize in a smart way to be mm -hmm. able to beat the the uh, the main party, you know. Yeah. And uh, all these years, they that's all that lacked, you know. Uh, people getting up and also the the opposition parties you know weren't really smart enough in the way they uh tried to to win the elections sorry no 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 go ahead just because people don't like to have freedom of tradition or the opposite mm -hmm. marcelo are you eating something no god damn it God damn it! <laughs> I told you not to eat. No, I'm not eating. I'm cackling. fine. I heard, I heard some some cackling. No, Someone's supposed cackling. to be on a diet. <laughs> I just heard, I thought I heard some bag of chips ruffling around or something. No, it's not me. This case, not me. <laughs> All right, I trust you. I don't trust him. <laughs> well, would you like us to start with a live piece, or would you like oh, us to play uh, one of your? I was asking something. I thought. I know. So. I'm interrupting. Okay. <laughs> um, what do you mean with the live piece? No, I'm sorry. I I mean. No, I was uh, if you can you can explain a little more this that uh, if I hear correctly, it was because they opened the uh, religion, open religion. Oh free no, religion? it's not. It's not uh, really free religion. The name of the law is freedom of religion. But uh, there has been this, since the splitting of Serbia and Montenegro in 2006, they were, uh, Montenegro is trying to do everything they can to be as different as possible from Serbia. But it's basically, you know, the same culture. We speak the, basically the same language. And uh, they wanted also to divide the church. And the church was always the same. And... Uh, uh, just to be able to control uh, the church. And people didn't want that, so, you know, 
That's ah, why okay. this happened. Yeah, I see. Oh, thank you. Thank you for for. Uh, I'm really curious do, do, about do, this social. Thank you. So mm -hmm. Do you, do you mind if do you mind if we get back to the actual calling of Montenegro? Like it's a, <laughs> it's a like I said, I know it's a three eight two plus. I looked it up, but uh, is it a zero? Do you have to dial a zero first? Oh oh, <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> you dial you you type in plus first, so it's plus three eight two. Ah, okay. It's much simpler now. Yeah. There you go. Now you can call Montenegro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Now you just need to have some some Montenegro okay. friends. So now you need to make friends, James. <laughs> yeah. So what I was asking just before was if when we we wanted to hear some music now, and I was asking if you wanted to start with something live or if you wanted us to play one of the songs that you sent me. Um. So I'd actually prefer if you play the recordings because okay. I'm. Uh, I'm a little rusty, I'm a little nervous, so okay. I, I think the recordings will represent me better. <laughs> okay. So the first one you asked we have here is uh, Underground Tango. Correct? Yeah, I can tell you more about it uh, now or after. Well, whichever you, you prefer. If you think we should hear the story before we listen, it's up Sure. Um, yeah, so it's, um, it's a soundtrack from... Uh, Yugoslav movie called Underground. It's uh Ooh, I love that uh, movie. Oh, you've seen it. Of course, it's one of my favorite movies. It's cool, fantastic. that's so cool. Yeah, it's it's about wartime. It's a really sad movie like most of uh, <laughs> our <Yeah>. movies. <laughs> but uh the music is pretty cool and uh I found this arrangement for string quartet and I decided because I can't really record with other people right now. I decided to record by myself all four instruments. <laughs> and it's don't uh, be fooled. It's all violins. Um, wow. But I, I transposed the viola and um, cello parts uh, down an octave. So it sounds like it's a string quartet, but yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, is this Goran Bregovic music? Because I yes. remember it's okay. Yeah. And by the way, this is a, a world premiere of uh, the one woman band playing this <laughs> arrangement. Yeah. Uh, as a, a string quartet. Wow. Yeah, that is so. If you guys uh, want to mute your phones or just make sure you don't make any noise, I'm going to play this song.
love it. And just, you can just, love it. it's just wow. you. Wow. <laughs> Phenomenal. <Woo! No. laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you guys like it. No, it was beautiful. I can't believe that like all four tracks are you. It's really yeah. amazing. Good job. And so you're listening to each track as you're playing over the next track? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would you have would you have conceived of coming up with this sort of project if you didn't if you had other things to do outside of COVID time? <laughs> um yeah, I guess. I'm not yeah. sure. I was just like I was really happy when you when you invited me. Because I thought, okay, <laughs> I actually thought I'm gonna compose something, <laughs> but then I didn't really have time, so I thought I'll just uh, record well, this uh, arrangement. When you do, when you do, you come, can come back. back. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. nah. <laughs> sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. No, I, I, the reason I asked that question is because I feel like a lot of us have been t embarking on new projects that we might not necessarily have had. Time nor oh, the oh, yeah. nor even the inclination to try to do because now we're yeah. doing what we yeah, can. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's totally. I mean, it's really a totally different time, mm -hmm. and uh, I, you know, it's not it's not really easy to to stay to really be inspired or, or to stay in a in a good mood all the time. I mean, it's not a beautiful time, but it's. Uh, it is still an opportunity to kind of reconsider everything um, yeah. and kind of think about different things and do different things. So yeah, we certainly yeah. wouldn't have come up with this project. Yeah, I don't think I'd, my, my dream in life was not to become a podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, stop doing empanadas too. Change another thing. Maybe bread. Other. <laughs> up and recall us back because your line is really crackling. And he I'm has all this sorry. fancy technology too. And I want to hear the Marcelo kick out song. It's been a while. Oh, okay. So even though he hung up on himself, <laughs> I'm going to play the Marcelo kick out song and then we'll, we'll ask. And he's calling back, but we have to play the song first. <laughs> I'll accept him. Wait, which one? Yes, I, I leave before you kick me out. <laughs> I really can't recognize myself doing that sound, the Twilight Zone. <laughs> it's crazy. Marcella, you sound much better now. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I, and there was, I remember, James, there was a time that we were dancing tango because Jim and I, I think that we're the oldest here. We were dancing the, the Grogan Jerovic tangos a lot. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. yeah. yeah I well, that too. I used to play that song in the alternative room. Mm -hmm. So, uh, there was a few. Thank you so much for yeah, bringing was... that music again. Make me cry. Yeah. Would you guys <laughs> dance more like a waltz to that song or more like tango? Oh, like a tango. Like a, yeah, ta yeah, tango. No, more like <laughs> drug people, people with, under drugs. Yeah. But it does have a little bit of a waltz feel to it. It does. I can feel like the ups yeah. and downs, like the rise and falls, well but I don't feel yeah. like I would 
be turning as much as I would for a waltz. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I, I would agree. turn a little bit. I'd probably turn six times. <laughs> what's, the signi- <laughs> <laughs> what's the signature of that song, Nastasia? Oh, Miss Chico now. She oh. knows her music shit. <laughs> oh, it's 4-4. It's, uh, four, four. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, Nastasia, um, Chico's been taking musicality classes from Emiliano Macias. Oh, I see. So she's learning see. all this stuff that's been really fun for me to learn secondhand. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's really cool. That's and really cool. I've been more able to, like, the difference between 4x4 four four and 3x4 I can feel very easily, like when, especially if it's mm-hmm. tango-ish, so easy, but I was trying to figure out when something is 6x8 and stuff like that, so I was... Uh, so what do, you, what do you think? Is it is like it helpful? Do-up. This oh, piece that you just, I, I, we just played? No, knowing the signatures, oh. I'm guessing. Oh, no, sorry. I don't think yeah, it yeah. will be necessarily helpful in that sense. I think knowing the difference between 3x4 and 4x4 is helpful mm-hmm. because it's a difference. It's a huge feeling difference. Mm-hmm. And I think like all the leaders here would agree, like if you can't feel that difference leading waltz versus tango, it's, it's such mm-hmm. a different feeling. But, like, understanding 9 over 8 or 6 over 8 and stuff like that, not necessarily for dancing, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. I hear crickets. I hear crickets. Yeah, I did too. Jay, That's me. Too. That's me. That's me. That's me. It's not me. 100%. That's 100% me. I guess that. It's not a sound effect. They're real. They're real. I love it. That one weekend I was in Michigan for the show, remember, Marcelo, you were like, crickets? And there was like this really loud cricket outside of uh, Sharon's grandparents' house. It was like super loud. Yeah. He was fearless, man. He would not shut up when I walked by him. But Nastasia could also make cricket sounds, I know. Mm. Yeah, I love the violin because we've had a few violinists on the show and they always show off the little tango tricks they do with like the, the birds oh, and the crickets. Yeah. And they're like, oh, did you show? <laughs> and I still get so fun. To, it's still so fun to hear it. Um, Speaking of music, I wanted to play another piece, so I, I downloaded a few. Um, I thought I would play your your cover of Finesse. Oh, the, sure. The Mars one, and then we. Yeah, I wasn't blue. sure if. if mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if you guys uh, listen to other types of music in this podcast, but. Uh, well, if, I you, thought. Well, if you. <laughs> we started the show with Tom Jones. It's not unusual tonight, so. We oh, do, I see. We do out sometimes. <laughs> Um, okay, okay. And then I thought we would conclude with the uh, the quartet with Emiliano later when we finish up. Cool, but I'll play, yeah. I'll play the uh, Vanessa song, and I'll let Chico sure. hold it hold it this time because my arm's tired. Mm-hmm. Wait, are your arms gonna work, Chico? Because you just did I actually push-ups. I'm sad that that feeling of being <laughs> feeling like a Hulk is gone. <laughs> she sh- she did her pushups and then she showed me her arm. Like I'm like, yeah, that looks different now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, look, I'm like, no, it's still just your arm. Okay, here we go.
Beautiful. I, like the, I really like the video for that too. Yeah, is that the one oh, with yeah. the blue instruments? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah it's so <laughs> Three gorgeous uh, musicians, mm -hmm. ladies, and yeah. blue instruments. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I yeah, if anybody listening, it's on YouTube. And it's the, uh, on Nastasia's uh, website. Mm -hmm. You have all yes, the yes. links to her videos. Here, yeah. let me advertise myself in the chat. Wonderful. All right, thank you for posting that. Yes, <laughs> and we'll fantastic. publish the show later sure. and we'll add it into the teach show notes. Classes during this time online, Nastasia? No, actually, I am an international student, so I'm not allowed to, to um, work, <laughs> uh, you know, privately. I see. So I only uh, currently work with the Philadelphia String Quartet, and um, yeah. That's that. How do you I like Philly? Know. I really love Philly. I think it's one of my favorite cities. I think it's completely underrated and totally off the I radar. Agree. In terms oh of yeah, cities. I agree. I and agree. And it's so cool. It's a beautiful place. I. Yeah. Uh, it has some really remarkable spots, and I mean, it's historic. It's really yeah. It's yeah. it's unusual for the United States, right? I know all the it's, cities it's a, are kind of. It's a short history, but it's compared to yeah. yours, but it's still our, yes. our historic, yeah. And it's walkable. Yeah. I mean, it's bikeable. It's walkable. Oh, totally. The yeah. Met yeah. The metro yeah. system is pretty decent, from my my experience, at least. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's why I said I, I never lived there full time. So I don't know if I would trust it every day. But, yeah. But I would probably like. <laughs> I, would I probably mean, it's like, okay. You know, it's kind of it's kind of connected, but it's still much slower than than the New York's uh, system. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Within countries that you visited, then. Play that. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there a specific one you'd love to live one day? Oh, um, to be honest, I'm not really sure. Like every place has something to offer that I like, but no place has everything that I want. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of uh, expecting my life to be. Um, not really in in one place like i would love to stay here for as long as i can um because it's it's uh it it's really different from from europe in in the sense of uh the creative spirit you know people are really open-minded in terms of uh, new ideas uh, which i didn't really ever feel in Europe. It's it's kind mm. of like whoever builds a career in, in Europe, it's it's kind of something that's that we've already seen, you know. And um I like uh that about the US and mm -hmm. um I'd like to use that opportunity. Um I've heard similar I've heard mm -hmm. similar comments from people that have come here. Um Yeah. That there, there's a general atmosphere of um, like anyone can do it, or like yeah, it's always possible. And even like like you even mentioned Chico, mm -hmm. how in Turkey it's not common to restart your career at the age of thirty or thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, in the absolutely. United States, like people start a new career at forty, yeah. 50, oh, yeah. whatever. Or um, not to go to college and still have a career. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. like she's like Nastasia just said, like it's yeah. the, the the paths there are kind of one way and and. I, I mean, I love Europe. I, I spent a lot of time in Berlin specifically because my brother yeah. lived there for almost 17 mm -hmm. years. And 
you know, I love Berlin and I love Europe. And Berlin is more like New York than most European yeah. cities, I think. But mm -hmm. even in lifestyle, like I don't know, and if I compare to Turkey, my friends or people around my age, like I could say, ninety-nine point five percent would be married with kids. Where grandkids, like, Chico? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're mean. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not mean. He's a jerk. I'm a jerk. I'm a nice jerk. But no, really, like, and also, like, women who are not married, not in the big cities as much, but even then, like, I mm -hmm. think you, they would be more looked like people who have that life with kids and family would look at the other ones that don't choose to do that as like, oh... Mm -hmm. Too bad. Like well, yeah. she, uh, spinster is that what's the name? Oh and like, God, yeah. Uh, poor spinster. Like well, Brigitte, that would be the. Brigitte told me once, like whenever she's, because Brigitte Winkler is a teacher from Germany who spends a lot of time in the United States, and she said that, um, you know, here in the states, it's not a big deal for her to be in her. I, I'm assuming she's in her mid to late sixties, and she's not. You know, she doesn't have children, and she's with Hans, but I don't know if they're actually married. Anyway, whatever. But like when she goes home, she's getting like all this weird passive aggressive behavior. Like, oh, you're just doing the tango still, you know? And I'm like, that's fucking badass to yeah. me. Like, I think that's amazing. <laughs> you're still a, an artist living out your days, doing what you love. Yeah. And uh, and then in other, I was surprised when she told me like it's not, you know, she gets looked down upon a little bit culturally where she's yeah. from uh -huh, uh -huh. because she didn't do like the normal. No, you can thing. definitely feel that. Like it can't, you can't be the same person almost. Like you are here. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. <clears throat> we do have a lot of issues here. Have you been in Buenos Aires? Uh, is that a question for me? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, actually, I haven't, but I'd really love to go one day. You have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, I have to. Interesting place. I actually, I... Yeah, go for it, sorry. Sure, I've, um, I've seen a lot of Argentine movies, um, specifically with uh, Ricardo Darín. I really like the movies he, he mm. acts in. So, yes, I like the Argentine movies. I agree. Mm -hmm. I really Ricardo like the, is, the mm -hmm. Yes, Ricardo Darín is like our Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost right. <laughs> I think actually he's. I think he's a better actor. I don't enjoy uh, watching oh. Brad Pitt that much. <laughs> I used to. Not like Brad Pitt as much until I watched him on Twelve Monkeys, and I was like, "Okay, he's not just a pretty boy; he can actually." Well, I don't know of the other actor you're speaking of, so I can't mm -hmm. compare. But I will. Oh, say... you should you should see him. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, I'll I'll type in some movies that I've but seen. But I, I want to. Really I'll like. tell you a quick Brad Pitt story. Do type. When I saw the movie, when I saw the movie Cool World, do you guys remember that fucking movie Cool World with Brad Pitt? That was like cartoons, and Brad Pitt. And I was like, this dude someday is going to be bigger than Tom Cruise. And I was right, or at least he's almost as big. That, that's not a very important story, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a screenshot of these, uh, this movie. Wait, okay. I can't remember the name of the, uh, names of the other ones, but I'll, I'll type uh, in the chat uh, cool. what I remember.
Okay, cool. So when you started playing tango, what was the main thing that you needed to learn that was different from playing other type, other genres of music? Well, um, I think it's pretty similar to classical music. The difference is um, I felt really nice playing tango music because it's a lot of a uh, lot more free in a way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get to really express my passion without any uh, limits, you know. Sometimes I, you have to limit yourself in, in classical music. Mm-hmm. But in, in tango, um, I had to actually learn a little bit more about some little nuances um, when it comes to technique. Like some some really sharp sounds and those uh, tricks uh, mm-hmm. that you mentioned earlier. Um, those are really cool. And um, I think... And are, they I, more, I, are those more rhythmic tricks compared to Marvel? Um, or there were tricks in both, like nuances in both? Yeah. Uh, not not just the rhythm. Uh, okay. Also in the in the sound, kind of. I it took me some time to kind of uh, understand uh, the philosophy of the tango sound. Mm, <laughs> um, but but yeah, it's it's not that difficult, and uh, it's not um, it's not as complicated as classical music, but it's not as simple as like for example pop music. Mm-hmm. So. I really, truly enjoy uh, playing tango. And would you say, like, as a violin player, player compared to other instruments in a tango orchestra or quartet or trio, uh-huh. you get to have more freedom because you're the melody most yes, of the time? Uh, uh, yeah, most most definitely. It's, it's kind of... Um, I mean, it's different in an, in a tango orchestra because mm-hmm. uh, there are multiple violins and not uh, everyone has the melody. It's but uh, when I played in the trio and the quartet with uh, Emiliano, it was um, yeah, it was it was really kind of like a band. So yeah. everyone gets to you know uh, express themselves fully. That's great. Uh, Tiffany wrote in a question, Nastasia. Oh, Tiffany's sure. taking classes with Emiliana now. Too. Oh, yeah? Well, that's wow. nice. <laughs> nice. Yes. So the question, uh, I'll read it for everybody uh-huh. so they can hear in case there's sure. somebody not reading. How would you characterize the philosophy of tango music? So I think it's, it's, uh, it's classy, like the classical music, classy and elegant um but it's more raw in a way mm. it's it's mm. more really kind of naked passion mm. and when you say you have more freedom to show your passion for music do you mean it's because it's more forgiving in terms of how you can in- interpret the written music or it's because uh, there are things that aren't written, maybe that you do, whereas in class, she go one question I'm at a time. I just like I. That's <laughs> that all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Come on. 
That's okay. It's good to be excited. Um, yeah, I think uh, freedom in the sense of um, just there is the improvisation part. So, you know, uh, there used to be a lot of improvisation in classical music up until maybe a hundred years ago. And, I did not know that. Uh, did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the players would compose their own cadenzas for concertos, mm. and in, for example, uh, is in, that more romanticism? Which period, or is uh, it not a certain yeah. period? Uh, up until the twentieth century. So the twentieth century uh, begins with. Uh, uh, impressionism, expressionism, and then the rest of the twelve uh, tone and uh, uh, mm. all that leads uh, to contemporary music. Mm -hmm. But in, for example, in Baroque music, e everyone, everyone would uh, improvise. Uh, it was like uh, kind of mandatory, you know. If you didn't wow. improvise in a piece, it wouldn't be that beautiful, and you wouldn't be considered a good player. So uh, I kind of uh, feel sad that, that that art is lost in the classical world. Uh, but it's, I think it's coming back. Some people are really bringing it back. Like, for example, mm -hmm. one of my favorite violinists, uh, her name is Patricia Kopaczynskaya. Mm -hmm. oh, nice uh, she, she's uh, uh, also a composer and a fantastic violinist. She uh, really tries to bring a new um, uh, kind of flavor to the old pieces that are usually played the same way by everyone. Um, and, and she also likes to improvise a lot. She composes her own cadenzas, for example. Mm, nice. um, but uh, that part is, uh, I, I felt like I get to do that in tango music and it's, it really feels freeing and uh, um, I kind of wish that um, they would teach us that in, in school where mm -hmm. we learn classical music, you know. Really nice. Like I would, yeah, that's really interesting. Thank you. I'm now gonna listen to more classical music. Well, we would love to keep you here all night, but <laughs> we're gonna play the song you sent from uh, Emiliano Messias Quartet, and it looked like from the video this was at an event in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was in uh, uh, at the Barnes Foundation. Oh, nice. Okay, so. Um, I'll play the song, and what, I, do you have a title for this? I mean, I know there's a title for this, but I did not listen uh, to the whole it's, song. It's uh, Loca, I believe. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah? You want to hold the Chico? Yeah. All right. This is more tiring than doing push-ups. Push <laughs> holding the phone in front of the microphone. All right, here we go with Loca by the Emiliano Messias Tango Quartet with our guest on violin.
Wow. Feel that applause. Yeah, that's a so much better though. <laughs> I have this canned applause. People think it sounds like a photo. I love it. <laughs> I was shooting it just by myself here, like alone, alone. Oh, oh my god. I Oof. Oof. Yeah, uh, that, that, that group is great. That group is great. That's amazing. And uh, I think most of them have been on the show now. I'm very honored for that. bad sense of time right now but i yeah, think it was me too <laughs> <laughs> but i think yes i think so 2018 <laughs> it was the first time we played yeah. i think i was yeah. blown away i was like so energized that night well he had just gotten the his group together the right? orchestra Officially. yeah he yeah. left the aces and yeah. started his own thing and meredith was uh yeah helping wow it sounds it. amazing though and the violin in that song, I all the violins in Darianza, just like such a treat. Mm -hmm. That second Oof. melody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh. I wanted to ask you guys, who's your favorite tango composer? Well, <laughs> you mean orchestra? <laughs> <laughs> now we are um, talking. I love these questions. Now, everybody. Yeah, well, there is always a, a, a composer of, of the music that the orchestra is playing, right? No, I know, but I'm not so familiar with the composers. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anything. What's, 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 the who's orchestra. your favorite person the in the, of the tango that, musicians? It's Darienzo for me. Always. Oof, for me, uh, not always. I go between, I think, Darienzo, I will never say no to. Troilo and Pugliese. Like, those three, oh. for me, mm -hmm. are... Definitely. So the way I see it is like, you need to have a team, right? <laughs> and you can have a, and if your team maybe doesn't make the playoffs or make oh, the championship, then you root for another team. But my team is always Dottie Enzo. I see. I because think of I his influence on, and how he changed tango in the 30s and reinvented I tango see. and revived tango. Mm. And because of the, feeling. the energy and the feeling and the consistency. Um, but like my, you know, right now I'm really into Troilo with, um, well, she, not right now, but when I was dancing, yeah, like I'm lost too. When I was mm -hmm. dancing, I was really getting into like Troilo with um, Ruiz, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I always bounce into Troilo a lot over the years. Like I'm, I'm almost a Troilo fan, but still yes, studying. I agree. If I was to like support a team, I think I'd fall under Arianza mm -hmm. too. How about you guys? Sarley, oh. Wally. Wally's going to call in. He's our next. Yeah, G, forever. Oh, yeah, forever. No, it's fantastic. But composing, the comp I mean, Biagi for arranging, yes, but composing, I mean, I, I think for me, uh, uh, Sebastian Piana, uh, Di Sepolo, uh, and Pugliese. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, recuerdo la chumba. I mean, I mean, these compositions are are, are amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. revolution revolutionary. I mean, uh, even are. at the peak of the even at the peak of the form. So yeah, you know, I I, I think uh, yeah. If I were staying with cla with with classic tango music composition, yeah. For a after that, of course, Piazzolla. Yeah. You know. So uh, Walter, mm. Walter, you said bizarrely. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, mm -hmm. we can hear you. Is Leo oh. with you? So but, for but for composition? I think it's a, this was the first uh, orchestra to dance when you are a beginner. That is, have not so much drama to have a pause and you walk and you really get in, into the scene of tango. So it's not so dramatic like, like D'Arienzo or Pugliese or Troilo for stage. So I always, I, I, I love it. I love this early and come back to this early. It's like coming back to my roots. Mm. Mm. Uh, 100%. I, I, I totally agree with that. But for me, like, I never have a night where I will say no to Troilo, Pugliese, or Garianzo. No, but I can say no to this early. Oh, yeah, me too. Sorry, um, sorry, Walter. No. sorry Walter. <laughs> there like, can be nights where I don't feel this early. Especially if there's one milonga, I won't name which one, but she plays this early like fucking all night long because it's her favorite. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, I've had enough. I need to, I need to get a drink here. <laughs> um, so I want to stay a little organized. Um, we're going Did to Natasha. respond? He doesn't. Mm -hmm. Not yet, um, but Walter and Leo are our next guests for the five question segment. So Nastasia, if you want to stay, you're welcome to stay. I want to thank you, just so we don't abruptly hang up on you. And cool. um, <laughs> it's been amazing to talk and get to know you more and to listen yes. to your music. And I can't wait to see you in Philadelphia. We'll be we'll be dancing again soon. I have a feeling I'm awesome. very optimistic so. about the spring. Um, but I was very optimistic about the fall, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see. Yeah. Thank you so much uh, for having me. I I really had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, there was no space it. for my anxiety. Good. <laughs> good. And like we said, once you compose, please let us know. We would love to have you back and hear uh, your composition. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome! Thank you so yes. much. I will certainly do that. Thank you. Talking to you. Me too. Thank you for um, for help us to dance a little bit here with Loka oh, no, and other ones. Thank you. Of course. Want... Of course. Huh? Marcella needs to answer. He said Biagi. Oh yeah, you did say yeah. Biagi. We didn't listen to him because Biagi is the terrible answer. I but... love Biagi. Fuck you. Yeah, you can't be. He cannot be your all time, dude. What the? So I, it's so hard for me to be in a team support. This is why I don't do sports either. Like, you know, especially with tango, it depends on your day, on your mood, oh, on your partner. On your <laughs> so Walter, welcome. And Leo's with you. Yes. yes. How are you guys? So happy to have you. It's been like living in the same city for I don't know how many years. Um, always being like cordial and polite and saying hello when we see one another out at events, but never having the moment to connect uh, or work together or do anything. So I'm happy you're joining us, that we can yes. sit and chat a little bit more. You can meet our crazy friends, James and Marcella, who are joining us as well. Um, and I finally, we, we need a pandemia to talk to each other. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We always get eye contact and like say hello and stuff when we're at New Orleans, but 
uh, even like when you come to Tango Cafe and stuff, I guess you guys dance through the nights and we're working like it just yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was it was hard because um, sometimes when we go to Tango Cafe, it was exclusive to work as the Tango dan uh, taxi dancers with our That's clients, true. and so. You know, we were not the time to, to socialize. We, we were just dancing, working. So it was hard. So, but, well, but yeah. finally we find, and then for example, when you organized the, the, the milongas at the church, you were with so many things and oh my God, so you've been busy nice. and it was, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So finally we have the time now. Well, so one I, thing, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, it's okay. I was just going to say, like, all these months we've been doing this podcast, and every week we have different people on it, and that's the recurring theme is that we work with so many of the people that have been on the show, but we've never actually spoken to them, because when we, either the musicians play at our milongo or something, or they perform, we, we they're busy, we're busy, and now we finally have the chance to sit down and chat for a little while. I know. I, another discover for me was, for example, to start to talk to um, Carolina Sokalski, <laughs> so I, I admire them, and, but, and we never worked together. She lives in New Jersey, we cross, but we never have the chance to talk. So it's great to have, the, now we, with the pandemic, we, we've been sending messages. Um, I, I like it that she started her program, you know, yeah. and also in Spanish. I think uh, I love that. I love that yeah. you and her both are doing something in, in yeah. Spanish. Yeah, you me and too. Leo and, when I yeah, know well, what I wanna... she's up to as well, I was like, wow, yeah, I want to get to know her more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, the idea to do it in Spanish is because in the beginning of the pandemic, um, the, the Latinos were the most affected in New York, and, and we want to, to be a reference also for Argentina, to tell them what's going on here, that it was the epicenter of the war. So, and find a way to communicate and to be yeah, you know, present, and whatever mm -hmm. we could, we could, uh, what, whatever information that it could be helpful for them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but um, I'm glad that we have to start to do it a bilingual program now. Yeah. So you're gonna be, you're gonna be our bilingual tango hey, cafe. No, I'll tell you what though, I've been, I'm not amazing at it, but I've been studying Spanish for about eight months. Very, very. Um, ¿Dónde está la biblioteca? <laughs> Cerca de mi casa. <laughs> Muy bien. I was going to say, más o menos, just like that in front of the... <laughs> Qué hora, eh. Qué hora. Um, so before we officially start, I have to play our theme song. And yes, April, there will be ten questions because we have two guests. But I did not change the theme song. But I'll play it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a bad overdose. Yes, it's a bad overdose. Where the hell is he? Oh, speaking okay, of, I'm gonna actually text So him. when we were working on this with Bat, when we were working on this with Bat, he sent me all these recordings and I wanna play, uh, I, I, I cut a lot of them up and this is a good one, just since we, we all love Bat. 
<laughs> Every time he said something and he messed up, he would laugh like that. Oh, and I was like, that's a good laugh. I'm going to keep that. I love that, man. So welcome. And um, thank you. Where do we start? Where do we start? How did you guys meet? That's what are you start. doing in New York? <laughs> okay. To who I should answer first. <laughs> How we met. How we met. We met in, in Buenos Aires mm -hmm. in 2010. Mm -hmm. Was there a queer tango festival. Mm -hmm. That has happened for many years, and I was performing with a group of dancers there in the theater. And Walter was invited to perform that year with Helen La Vikinga. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yes, so we met uh, and the milonga. After the we have um, a presentation in one of the theaters in Buenos Aires, and after the theater night, so I saw him sitting in the milonga, and I talked with my friends, "Who is this guy?" Because I. You know, being in Buenos Aires and the Milonga, we most know everyone. Yeah. So, was this bald guy, because was totally shaved in that moment, Walter, so I invited him to dance. So we mm -hmm. met there. And you were bald? You were living there, or you were, one of you were, were No, here? I, I moved, I, well, actually, next week is going to be exactly 20 years that I came here to New York with Karina Romero. Oh, we, okay. So, so I emigrated in 2000 from Buenos Aires directly to New York. And in 2010, I discovered that there was this new movement, Queer Tango, mm -hmm. that I've been dancing tango already for uh, 17 years. And I, what is Queer Tango? I didn't have, I have no idea what, have, what was it. Mm -hmm. So I, I discovered it in San Francisco. And then I noticed that it started in Germany. So I went to a festival in Hamburg with Ute Walter, that she was the organizer. And then I went to Argentina. And then that was when I find Leo. Um, I just, I was thinking that I, I want to join the movement and promote it and have a, a male partner. And I start to dance it with, with a male partner. So that mm -hmm. was, my idea, I'm, and that's what happened. I'm that's stunned so cool. that Buenos Aires had a queer tango festival in 2010. That seems. Did he not say San Francisco? What no, no. Place? Originally, okay. he said they met in Buenos Aires in 2010. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. The queer festival. The queer festival. It was like that was the 30 year thing of the festival. No. Yeah. Something like that. Zero four. Okay. Uh, but it, it, it was crazy. Like there was a movement, and there was a festival around the world. I think it was the number nine of Hamburg. And mm. it took me nine years being in this, you know, being uh, earning my money from tango to, to know that there exists a, a movement called Queer Tango. It's taken me nine years to discover. It's really interesting because, like, I'm glad you really brought this up because I was, that was going to be my next question is like, how did you discover that that exists? Before you started dancing, or I mean, anyway, you answered the question, but uh... yeah, I mean, I grew up. Yeah, I started tango. I was twenty one in nineteen ninety three in Argentina, and I started to go to the milongas. And at that time, you have to wear a shirt with a tie and a and a jacket, and mm. it was few people, young people dancing. So we know all. All the young crowd we know that that was the, the 
the misses. They yeah. were like four or five um, siblings that they go with the, the mother and the grandmother to the Milongas. It was Geraldine Rojas. It was uh, Galera, Los Galera, the two brothers. Uh, so it was few young people and then the Milongueros. And, and, and it wasn't a very welcoming environment. So if you're bumping somebody because you don't respect the line of dance, you are in trouble. Like, yeah. don't come. This is not a kindergarten. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and something is, is, is um, it's really, it, I mean, it, 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 was, it was tough. I remember Mario de, de Camillis saying mm -hmm. that you have to be really brave in that period, you know? That when you have to dance in the milonga with great milongueros and they don't move because it's crowded and you cannot bump you have to respect the line of dance you have to respect the time of the ronda the rueda and, and yeah i was so terrified like when i started yeah. dancing tango in new york in 2004 it was terrifying because i yeah. came from a small town in ohio and then i went to buenos aires in 2005 i think and uh, that was even more terrifying. And then I remember um, coming back to New York after my first trip to Buenos Aires and feeling all of a sudden there was so much space. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> I was at like La Belle Park and I'm like, oh man, two months ago this was terrifying me, well, and now yeah. this is fucking great. And it was a combination <laughs> of things, like because like there was no room there, you had to also like compact everything. Mm. And like learn to move smaller, so what, the same space seems like what I loved. What it's it's so hard to dance small when you have space, simply because it's you have space, you know. But yeah. something that I love about when I'm dancing in Buenos Aires is dancing underneath my arms with my partner, just dancing. You're dancing so much, but you're not moving. You're not yeah. going anywhere. It's not about getting around the space. It's not about. It's just. I mean, yeah, you're slowly orbiting, but. Yeah. That sensation is so hard to recreate in a scene, in a, in a community, in a, in a space in a where you have room, or, you know, because yeah. it's, it's just, it's, you, you need to not be able to move in order to dance that way. And I, and I always <laughs> yeah. love, it takes me a couple of days every time I go back to Buenos Aires to like get back into that, that mindset, just like, okay, we're just going to stand here and dance. And it's so fun. Yeah. Um, so you guys have been... Hold on, yes. I want to hear Leo's story too. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, for me it was different. So I start like uh, when I was eight years old to dance. So I have 27 years dancing tango. Oh but my, my, oh my God. My, appro my approach. Choked on my scotch. My approach to tango was different because, I mean, I do the dance school and I start with folk at Argentinian folk first and then just tango because I have in the bows. But for the time that I kind of start to go to the milonga, that was when I was 17, I already have, for example, the gay milonga in Buenos Aires, the mm -hmm. Marshall. Mm -hmm. So the environment was already was different. Was that the one, sorry, was that the one close to my pool? He, he, well, we before. start, before my pool, we start in La Salsera, that okay. is in, in Cordoba, Avenida Cordoba. Okay. Cordoba Avenue. So that was the first place that we was few when just start. Yeah. And then, yes, moved to Maipú, Maipú 444. 
Yes, for for for. So I yeah, for many years was running there the milonga. So, but my process in the in the learning of tango was different because I already learned both roles from mm -hmm. the beginning. Wow. So probably was a little bit more complicated, but I get it natural because it was like okay, now you try and I you know and was with kids of my same age, so it was no problem. Okay, I lead you, you lead me. How this is one side, other side. And I never live like that period of tango that you, you know, get people looking to you weird or something. Mm. Yes, happens because not all the milongas in Buenos Aires are very open. We still mm -hmm. have the very traditional one. But uh, I grew up with tango with other freedom. So mm -hmm. what's different? What I, w I was thinking about this, about, I was thinking about how was my approach and what kind of people you meet in the milongas and obviously there were the milongueros that it was, the tango was the music of their youth uh, and they've been doing this forever you know there was no youtube there was no cable so mm -hmm. the only the entertainment was to go to the milongas create some steps so milongueros mm -hmm. and then there was another approach people who go there because they were dancers who learned tango as a choreography mm -hmm. to perform and then they discovered that they could also lead it and have <laughs> the, the practica in a milonga. But there, there was two different worlds. So yeah. one thing is if, if, if you learn tango from a milonguero, from a, a, a neighborhood club, or if you were a dancer who came from ballet or jazz, and then you have to learn a routine of tango, and you learn everything by choreography and counting the music, but that people, for example, they cannot navigate it on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's true. Yeah, that's, so that's it, it was two different disaster. monsters there. So it was very interesting how, and sometimes you have to choose one or the other. You know, I start, uh, for me was first, I learned the step, I learned in the milonga, and then I started taking classes in ballet and jazz and, and mm. do it for choreography. But yeah, it's, it's two different things to learn choreography in tango or to learn tango for the for the, the floor dance. to the pista yeah. to, to dance in a social uh, setup yeah yeah i remember when we first started we took a we took a few classes in buenos aires with mario oh for choreography yeah he's a famous Marcelo, you uh, mario morales yes and yes. we you know okay, look, oh, we felt like, sad, okay here's the thing chico and i to this day, I will I will say like, and I, this is my next question for you guys as well. I'm curious about your approach, but I'm a I consider myself a milonguero. Like I love the milongas, I love the people, I love the community, and I and I love dancing. But I I love everything else about tango more than dancing. <laughs> but I love dancing. You know, don't get me wrong. I don't have. I don't. Um, it's very like the milonga and dancing at the milonga is the yeah, but I can I wouldn't separate to to. Elaborate. It's like I could not have one without the other. No. I could not just perform yeah. and then go home and then that's yeah. my life. Yeah, I agree. Dancer, you know? I agree. And and I, obviously I love the art form and I've learned as much as I can to this day. But and I can't I just it. socialize and not dance during that music. So I need to dance. the point is, is like we we this is probably I don't know ten years ago or something. We've been dancing for six or seven years at this point, and we we find out about this teacher, and he's like, somebody's like, you got to just go at least check it out, you know, check <laughs> out these classes. 
and we go in, and now we're, we're already over the age of 30. You know, we're, we're already a little older. We go in, there's all these young people. They're jumping. They are like gymnastics. Gymnasts, man. They're just it's yeah. fucking crazy. But we, like, you know, we did our best, and I think we all had to demo at the end of the but class. They, yeah, they're, and, like, and they they're were, doing like, some supportive. double spins. Oh, they God, like, I'm losing my balance. Mm-hmm. Like, But it was the first time I had the concept of, like, the, tri- like the stage, the triangle of the stage, like, stage front. And how when you dance, you make a line. And just all of these little things that um, were very useful to take away when we go to perform at festivals and things of that nature. Like, okay, where's the audience? Where are you Where are you facing? Where's your back? Where's your yeah. front? Yeah. Things that as social dancers, when you're... Because, you know, in the States and all over the world, a lot of tango couples who are hired to teach at festivals are, are just social dancers, you know? Yeah. Um, and then they have to perform anyway because that's part of the gig. But... Learning about that was really awesome, and um, it helped me a lot. It helped Chico and I a lot. And, and, and but it was a crazy experience. We so were wild. like, we would just, you know, we didn't have to talk. We would just look at each other in the eye, like get an eye contact. We're like, all right, let's yeah, just try. Uh, let's just embarrass ourselves. You have ourselves. a herniated disc in your neck, but I don't know if that's, so I don't know if I can throw you up in the air right now. <laughs> that looked dangerous. That looked dangerous. So, I think it was Marcelo's fault. I think he said When you guys were getting, what, um, did you start dancing for, because I, um, I, it sounds like obviously you're both, it's part of your culture and part of your history, but what was like, what was, I don't know, what was the hook? What was the thing that kind of stuck, got you guys stuck, hooked in to dance and tango full time? Who goes? You go? You go. I tell you, my, my story was a little bit, it sounds a little bit like a, a celestial call, you know, it, <laughs> it, it, it was a, a, yeah, a spiritual thing. I mean, um, my father passed away when I was 12, and my mother got cancer, and she passed away when I was 21. And she, wow. she passed away when I was uh, 21 in April, and next to the church of the neighborhood, there was a, a viejo correo, there was a milonga. And I went to pray there one day, you know, and, and I just listened to the music and I entered. And I see all these old people dancing and that's gonna be the embrace of my parents that don't have. Mm. I think for me it was like that, to, that I, I was willing also to do an activity that I don't have to have a smile and move my ass like salsa. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it was more like a therapy to find that the comfort of the embrace and the to to, to dance my, my my sorrow away to dance and that uh, you know that embrace that I I was I would love to have with my mother mm-hmm. you know so that's that was how I start and of course and and I start and you you know how it is is when. I, you get it, the bite, and you never stop. So you know, it it's funny. Me, I, I was a kind of a nerd, you know, like always study and be a good guy and maybe talk with my friends about films, foreign films, and not the kind of a sporty at all. So mm-hmm. it was a good thing to find a, a, an art of dance that was kind of intellectual and not, I don't know, pop or rock and roll or, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what. I, I, there's a lot of people I know who go from tango into like swing and salsa because 
they find tango to be very um, serious. And one woman I met a long time ago who was a student of ours, she got into tango from swing. And what she said was, I said, Audrey, why did you switch over? Because most people go the other direction. And she said, people in swing smile too much, and I can't stand it. (laughs) (laughs) She said, said, it's too fake. It's too fake. It's not real. Like, you're not always that happy. And yeah. uh, so when you said that just before, it reminded me of that conversation. And it's and I, I am totally with you on that. And I'm also very sorry for both of your losses. Uh, but, but yeah, well, it's part of, it's now it's part of the past. I mean, true. I, 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 what, what was very interesting that I grew up in tango and I was addicted to tango and going to dance in the milongas during the weekdays until four in the morning, come back at home and then sleep two hours to go to work. You know, it was, oh, to be was, young. Yeah, <laughs> that was my youth. And I then, and I, but oh, in, no, in the Milonga, here. also in, in Buenos Aires, you have to belong. It's not that you could be in or out. I mean, yeah, if you yeah. want to be part of the tango community, you need to go to the Milongas. You need to know the Milongueros. You, it, it was like, uh, you know, you, you need to be present there and find your place and find your colleagues or, or make friendship. And also between the guys, it was who, it was a kind of a hunting, you know, who's the girl? Who's the girl that we, we have to try to seduce or look look that one, she's a wonderful dancer. So we was this brotherhood and you have to seduce the girl and take the number for a coffee later. So... Coffee. Years, yeah, like three years <laughs> after when I was, you know, going, coming out from the closet, I say, mm-hmm. I cannot fulfill the, the macho role anymore. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to start something that then I, I don't going to finish because also confuse the other part? Okay, yeah, you yeah, invite yeah. me three tandas and now what? <laughs> so, and then she's like, dude, you wasted my fucking time. I yeah. Know, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. then I start to dance salsa. <laughs> I moved to salsa, yeah, and I love it. It was great, and and then when I arrived here, I want to learn something from here, from United States. So I I discover uh, West Coast swing and country western, and I love it. I love it. I love to dance different styles. So um, excellent. Um, uh, that's bad dancing like for you guys. Hey! <laughs> so Wally Wall! And Leo, yeah. Leo's there too. Leo! Yes. Leo nice to that. hear you. Hey, bud, how are you? What's I'm good, name? thank you. So, Leo, so, what was it that got you um, to tango? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Beth, well, we're finishing up a, a question and then. Okay. I, like I tell you, I was eight, so I was like a, like a kid, but. Growing up in Buenos Aires, it's like if you are a, a boy, you have to like football. And if you don't like football, you don't have friends. And you are not part of any group because that's the deal. You know, growing up there, you must love football. And I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine me, you know, almost like an eight with very thick glasses, fat, nerdy. So I had I man, all of us in tango have that in common. Yeah, we're, so we're really I cool had it. Tango, but we're very but not, I mean, not just football, any sport. So yeah, sport. Yeah, so I, it's like, it's not with me. So I have to find a way to be part of a group, mm-hmm. you know, to have someone on my age to hang up and everything. So 
I remember my grandmother say, okay, but you like to dance. I say, yes. Well, why you don't try? You know, I can bring you here. It's some classes. It's folk dance and tango. If you like it, you keep going. You know? So I go there and you get there, you know, try to put you with kids on your same age. So I have that group in the in the dance school. So I mm. start there, I meet friends, and you start to have a group, and after the classes you hang, and you go to different places. So basically it was that, they decided to feel part of a group, and you, that you don't need to like football to you know, have something to talk about <laughs> it with your friends. So that was the deal. And I start, yes, I was very young, and in the beginning was like a, an excuse to meet friends and go out. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get hugged, you know, it's like, okay, you start to grow and you go to the milonga. And the first thing that I really loved was the, the, the possibility to perform. So I start as a performer. So I do mm-hmm. dance school. And I, as soon as I start, I was, I think, 17, the mm-hmm. first time I get to the stage. So I start to work in tango houses, like a show for tourists in Buenos Aires. Mm-hmm. So in the same time, I was in the secondary school and then university. So I start to work there. And as soon as I get the first time to the stage, I say, OK, I stay here. Mm. Well, and it's so hard to show business in Argentina. Like it's it seven is. days a week, right? You have, Usually. you have seven days a week. And when you have like a high season, you have three shows sometimes. Wow. That's so crazy. Obviously, you can pay for one. <laughs> I'm wow. way too lazy for that. Like, <laughs> well, it's also we have few friends when we go to Argentina, and we like if you get sick and you haven't been in the like in in the current time at least. Like she was like, there was someone that they just hired three months ago, and her car broke on the way to the show, and she was fired the next day. Yes. Oh my God. No, like, and she is. Yes. So we we finally learned all the choreographies because it yeah. took her so freaking long. But you know, you know what has yeah. happened. You have a thousand of couples waiting for for a place in the show. So no one is indispensable. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can be replaced like a from one phone call. Yeah. So really, we did show with fever, with uh, you know, with flu, with some lesions on 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 your body and. Wow. As soon as you are there, but you know when you are in the stage, you don't feel anything. So you are doing it because the adrenaline kicks in. Yeah, so you start <laughs> to feel it when you are out that you yeah. <laughs> barely can walk. But as and the show as must go on. Exactly, and exactly. people doesn't know, you know. Exactly. Yeah, that's the mark of a true pro. Yeah, so or, that's or one the, of them. That's the thing. So that's how I get hooked. And then, yes, after a couple of years, and that is true, after a couple of years, so. That's true, Adam, you're not a pro. I've been in show, so I start to go more to the milongas, and then you realize that, okay, tango is not just a choreography. Mm -hmm. So I start to get more into the milonguero side, and Mm -hmm. I start to learn more, okay, this is an ocho, yes, but an ocho has a lead, so you have to know it's not Mm -hmm. just because you count A. So yeah. I get to that process also. So yeah, that was my way to grow in tango. I start as a performer. Yeah. And then, yes, I start to take more classes and go more into the Milonguero sites. But I think it, it's not one of the other one. I think that one can complement the other one. You know? Oh, absolutely. And I don't think it matters oh, either yeah, way. At the end I, of the I day, agree. who cares? Like, it's, it's, 
we all have our own reasons to love dancing or to love whatever we love. And, yeah. um, and as long as we're honest with ourselves about why we love what we love, that's who cares about whatever, you know, that's great. No, but, but I, I think that we, we get into that, that now is no one or the other. You have to know both. Well, like, you are forced into it, yeah. Yeah, like, for example, Miguel Angel Soto always look for the partners, no milongueras. They want uh, classical dancers, you know, mm -hmm. Milena Pleb or whatever. You need a, a trainer that was a, a, a partner that was a ballerina that he could uh, help later with the tango, but they need a classical formation, you know, a structure. And, and uh, now I, I, have, I have a lot of friends who became, come from other, um, like jazz and became tangueras, like Monica Matera. And became very, you know, milongueras. Like, uh, mm. yeah. Now I, I think it's more like just one universe. It's not two divisions. Well, I remember because I, you know, my tango is always. We've been to Buenos Aires many, many, many times, but we're from the states, and we've spent most of our time here, obviously. And most of the couples, especially in the early days, from the United States, were not tango performers. They were just like local teachers in their, uh, you know, communities and then they would be hired to teach at festivals. And I remember like Christopher and Carolina for one example was really funny because they dance very close embrace, milonguero, small. And every time they get hired to teach at a festival, they have to perform. And uh, they're like, why the fuck does anybody want to watch us dance? We don't do anything. <laughs> we just teach. Like, <laughs> but it's part of the it's part of yeah. the, the thing. It's like you're pushed into both things now. It's like you're a teacher and you also have to perform um, or you're a performer and then you also have to teach it. But yeah. that's also how the business works because you can't make money just doing one. Exactly. Yeah, but, but you see that now what you, you were saying that you went to the class and it was all these athletic movements. Right now, you know, the Mundial get very popular and you mm. have to do a stage and you have to do the parabolic, you know, the, the what is crazy the tricks, you know, <laughs> yeah, the helicopter, I don't know, Some, <laughs> th these tricks where you lift it over your head and she spin around and yeah. well, let me it sounds like a flick in the air. Let me ask I you mean, guys another cool. question. Yes. What what sort of performances do you enjoy and like appreciate? Um, what what is like? Because for me, like none of that ever touched me when I watch performances. And James, who's on the call right now, he said something a long time ago once, and I we, we've talked about it many times afterwards. You know, you you once said to me, James, we watched the performance, and you were like, I didn't come here to watch your technique. And I thought yeah. that was a really insightful comment because especially at the time I was a much younger dancer and I didn't really know what the fuck I was trying to watch when I watched performances. But <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's that's missing. There's something missing and I don't know what it is. And um, so I'm curious, Walter and, and Leo, um, what what is what about performances that you like? So I, Obviously, I, Leo, you're from performance much more. Yeah, but you it's still, you know, it's it's like when you are dancing tango, you are not dancing ballet or you are not dancing other dances. So the technical part is not the more important part. And when you mm -hmm. get so technical and you lose what you try to transmit, mm -hmm. uh, it's nothing. Yeah, it's, it's really empty. So for me, you can do all the tricks that you want, but if you cannot transmit something, well, 
all, all the trick is put in there because you try to tell me something with that trick, you know? Mm -hmm. It it's, it's doesn't matter if you can walk the complete and don't do any trick or, or you can be on the air all the time. And we appreciate both is what you are doing is because you try to tell me something in that moment, you know, with mm -hmm. that trick or with that moment or with that parada or with that suspension. Yeah, so, it's, it's an it's, expression and not just to show the Exactly. I, I don't care too much about the technical part because it's like, you know, when you get too technical, you forget about what you're feeling or what you try to transmit. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. for me, I get more that. So you can be really technical, but I don't care. <laughs> uh, maybe you just walk and you have a nice embrace and I can see that both are having a good time or you try, you know, I see that you are transmitting something with what they are doing it. So that is what I look when I saw a performance. So mm -hmm. the yeah. technical part or how you do the aguja or how delicate your boleo, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, tango is not about the perfection. It's, it's, it's yeah. a feeling. It's well, something like, that you try to transmit. Yeah, I agree. I, I Like when we first started performing, we would always have arguments on the day of the performance because yeah. we would practice and then during the practice, and then I would like, do I the back fucking cicada seven hundred times. And then he would like start. You're not doing this right, and like he'd start like. And I'm like, don't criticize me on the day of performance because yeah. I'm not gonna be a better dancer than I am today. But you just did all those like, push-ups, and your arms look so much better. Yeah, totally. But you know, so, you learn. I think it does is a process for everyone to perform. So when we oh, start uh, when we start on this, so we are really thinking to try to entertain and we dance mm -hmm. for the pool, you know, well, for the people who is yeah. there. And then you realize that no, that is not the really important part. Dance with your partner for you mm -hmm. and have fun. And if you really have fun and you connect with your partner, you then you can that. tell a story. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Then you can tell a story. But it doesn't happen like that to have fun. <laughs> you have nervous. You fight. You know, also, <laughs> you fight. That's true. Even in the second before going there, no, no, always, no, always. But yes, it's Not part. Not always, but it happens. Yeah. No, it happens. And, and for, but for us, um, like we we decided that neither of us want to uh, have the female role, that we don't want to look, you know, like girls dancing. If not, of course, we're going to be in contact with our feminine side. Mm -hmm. and we could do some, but there are some steps that they are more feminine, you know, and, and so for us, the element of fighting, it was very good and you know because mm. it was like two guys like two leaders fighting for a, a lead you know it wasn't it was more masculine it was more like a like an explosion i see yeah no that's fantastic like do you guys have before you go on stage do you have something that you do to ease with the excitement or the anxiousness like there was a period when adam and i started doing this it was working for me a lot and i think i had learned a part of this trick from an actor so i would like go somewhere and i just start singing really out loud and then i would uh, go to adam puff up my chest and start chest bumping him and go Rrr! like we're about to fight yeah and yeah. we just like uh, so 
that would like shake it out of us in a way like and we thought like that's helping us at least mentally uh, in those moments so i'm curious if you did anything or you tried different ways to release some of the tension before going out there no uh i think that no we don't have anything that like a ritual that we do we just you know we no because also i don't at least me. I, I don't get nervous. I get anxious. It's like I hate to wait. <laughs> yeah, that's why though I need to like distract myself doing something. Yeah, it's like, a, like you know, it's a, if I want to, per, if I have to perform, it's like a, I try to arrive close to the time so I don't need to wait mm -hmm. much because it's not I will be thinking and I have to perform. And as soon the you know the music starts, it's over. But uh, it's, it's that, so I get really anxious, so I need to, it's, it's okay, I have to perform this now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I agree with that feeling. What me, what happened is I always think that it's bad what I'm doing in the moment. You know, like I don't feel relaxed, I don't feel that, I feel all that, oh, it was a little bit wobbly, or this part, it wasn't sharp, or... Uh, I don't know if I arrive in the right accent in the music, you know, I'm thinking all about that, or he's pulling again my my my, my suit and my shirt doesn't look well, and, and I hate him, and all that, and then when I see it in the video, I say, well, it wasn't so bad, I mean... <laughs> so, and, and it's good that he cares about all of this because I don't care about anything of that, so it's like... I'm with you, I'm so, like, overly conscious of all that shit and it drives me crazy and back to what you said also about how it feels and you transmit it one of the last times we performed chico and i i was so in this zone that i didn't care yeah and people were like what do you think afterwards and i just remember commenting and saying i think we really connected like it was just felt great yeah um but i agree like most of the time I'm so preoccupied with like this or that or the audience or what do they think? No, you know, just... the, the thing is um, in all this period, uh, I have the, I, I was lucky. I, I was dancing with uh, really good partners, uh, Walter, uh, but also, you know, coming from Buenos Aires, I have the good luck to dance what well, now with Joanna, before with Graciela. I share when we just start with Analia Centurion, Fatima Vitale, Noelia Barsi. Mm -hmm. So they are a little bit uh, older than me, and mm -hmm. I learn a little bit for every one of them. And it's like uh, when you are there and you are dancing, you just, you know, people will like it and people will not like it, and you cannot yeah. do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. So the best thing that you can do is be you, go there and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's taken me years to start to get to that point. And I because and COVID you will you will always have critics, you know, and you will have people that love you and you will have people that hate you. And you cannot yeah. do nothing about it. So it's exactly. like Exactly. I'm not there yet. I wish I could. <laughs> and I was maybe recently... someday. <laughs> I yeah, I mean there are moments I'm sort of in and out of that. Yeah, I know, totally. I uh was recently watching a yoga teacher go through, uh, she was talking about her evolution. She's like, you know, I really wanted people to like, like my classes. And when someone would say like, I didn't like your class, I, I, she would like try to understand why. And then she realized like, 
it's not going to be the way she see if she chooses to be a certain way and she chooses who she wants to be as a teacher and what she wants to give it's not going to be for everybody mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and she's going to have people who love it and she's going to have people in with our dances our personalities in the dance and our personalities in teaching yeah it's like life totally that's why it's like great there's so many exactly making everybody like us mm-hmm. i try i try yeah. not like me <laughs> you're good at that <laughs> i saw i saw a routine that you made and i love it which one i love because we don't do much routine it really... must be the shoe one the, 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 the only shoe one, one? yeah oh no 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 well we did the one last year in philly Uh, it was it was a very it was a slow music it was a slow music that I was in Philly. Am I wearing shorts? But yeah, that was in Philly. Como dos extranjeros. Yeah. Yeah, we only yes. designed that the was, beginning and end. But we designed the, the we did design the story. Like yeah, we did we design the, the vision of the I, piece. I like yeah. it. I really I really enjoyed Thank it. Thank you. But that's the my, the magic of the improvisation. So it's good. That well, that's what I think the the last performance that I remember doing with Leo that we enjoyed it and it's one of our favorite uh, <laughs> uh, videos now is Paciencia that we do it we, we did it with uh Aces of Tango in Astoria, yes. Emiliano. So we we play that we dance that Paciencia and we dance Loca that you just played mm-hmm. with, yeah. with Emiliano. So and um, and in Paciencia we have pouted the end and the beginning, but the rest it was improvisation and a lot of time we do that. We have pouted how we're gonna start and how right. we're gonna end and in the begin and the center is whatever. But it was a good wherever. And also just that the tones that Tony wanna set. You talk yeah. about that ahead of exactly. time. Exactly. But yeah. maybe not each yeah. each moment. But you know, if you're dancing to loca, you know, the tone is like Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Don't yes. fall asleep on me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, I'll tell you guys about a wonderful performance I saw Walter and Leo do. It was at La Nacional. Mm-hmm. You guys had on all black, and I think it was maybe black leather jackets. I don't remember. But we were all dressed in black. It was a great song. And in the middle of the song, you stopped dancing, and you started playing hopscotch. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> They started playing hopscotch. Yes. You know the game you play is. I know the hops. It was it was great. It was great. It it was it was something I had never seen before in a tango performance or any kind of performance. And that's the kind of. What's the story behind that, guys? (laughs) Well, that and that it was it's what a male version of a very famous song is called "Se Dice de Mi." And it was uh-huh. always interpreted by the woman, an actress that uh, Ita Merino. Yes, I love so, that version. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit of the uh-huh. speech with some dancing. It's a milonga. So she's telling, they are talking about me, like they are gossiping all the time. If my nose is too big, if I lose my line, you know, if every they criticize everything, my even how I cough. So. <laughs> and, So we were we were doing that, but it was in a male version, and we want to take this idea of two guys from from the 1930s or 40s, 
what they do, you know, the, the brotherhood in that time, is, um, what they, like playing scotch or, or the, what, how you call the little balls, the marbles, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, these kind of scenes that you don't have computer, you don't have TV, and, and the kind of scenes that... Was a little bit of acting in the middle, so because it was a lot of uh, talking, so we tried to... To put some acting. Yeah, yeah, to put some acting in between the dance. It was great. It worked. It absolutely yeah. worked. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Thank That's you. cool. That's a fun idea. <laughs> so I have a yeah. I have a quick I have a quick Walter story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, back in the day, like in the maybe two thousand four, two thousand five, I took a lot of classes with Walter at um, at Dance Manhattan. So he had us do you know various exercises and. One woman said, oh, my partner keeps stepping on my foot. And Walter says, ladies, ladies, listen, if you don't want your feet to be stepped on, move them. <laughs> and, so, and so Walter said, okay, I'm going to give you all an exercise. So he said, guys, I want you to make a fist. Take your fist and just gently place it right below her belly button. Yeah. Now, I want you to walk, and the only place you're going to touch her is your fist in her belly. Now, walk as fast as you can and try to step on her feet. Believe me, those women were moving their feet then. <laughs> <laughs> we've done, Gio and I have done classes where we've actually just said, leaders, try to step forward first with your feet. So the woman so can work on like, like yeah. just to be more active about moving her, her legs out. Right. Just as a game, uh -huh. we need to have all of our senses and our, our reactions open. It's not no, but the, the thing, the yeah. thing um, of the of the fees and the three, and you know, I took this um, Tai Chi class, and we're talking about the chi, yes. about the energetic point, three fingers below the belly bottom. Uh -huh. And that connect your body. That's your center. Connect your torso with your legs. So I think that uh, the, the the followers they they get stepped by by a leader because their weight is more in the heel instead to be a little more in the arch or the toes mm -hmm. and, and keep the ribcage closer to your partner and remove your pelvis. Mm -hmm. So. If you get like a little bit inclinate uh, axis, you're never gonna get the step. Mm. Yeah. By your leader. Yeah. Because is your chest is top, you know? Well, in, I start to teach in Sandra Cameron, and they say, you have to go to this position, nose in front of toes. If you look down, you don't see your toes. So that is the position. Mm. So that's the story of that, of the, of the feast. Yeah, and the, and yeah. It really mm -hmm. changed me, you know, like when I'm thinking about that and I find my my chi and my chi is also energy. So, and if I connect that, it helped me with my lower back. Mm -hmm. I have sciatica problems. Yeah, me too. And I have <laughs> spine problems. So, if I engage that part, it stretch my lower back. Yeah. So, and I think it's what we all need to do. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Like, um... And a, a, another part of that same idea, that same exercise, was the next week, Walter came into class and he said, okay, ladies, I'm going to teach you how to dance in high heels. You seem to be having problems. So he whips out 
this pair of red, red hot <laughs> red pumps <laughs> and puts on his high heel shoes and he taught the whole class in high heel shoes. That was a first for me. I'd never seen anything like that before. And the women walked away saying, you know, I think I understand what he means. <laughs> that was an ex that was an excellent, excellent lesson. Thank I appreciated that. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit concerned with say I remember say what 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 my stupid thing is <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, say so no political things in my classes. With about no. the fist, I think that you have to also engage yourself, your chi. So I think it's like a double penetration. I say to one of the a double penetration, <laughs> nobody get it. So everybody was in a big silence and say, what? They were like, yeah. a no, old perverts like that, obviously, because he's cracking up right now. <laughs> but I'm, it's a, a little bit of bullshit. I cannot uh, dance in high heels, but I, I, I always try to think, I tried to take the advantage of what I could teach that others cannot. And always it was very divisive, you know, the male role by the guy and the female for the girl. <laughs> right. I did the same in salsa, in, in Dance Manhattan. So either Rodney Lope was great teacher and everybody loves her, loves him and, and the girls, you know, even me, I die for him too. But he will not teach embellishment for girls. So then you have to take the classes with Audrey or with Mariana or with Rosa Cochante. I say, well, I will start to teach both things. So you could do the, the this is the embellishment for the guys and this is the embellishment for the girls. So they don't have to do, you know, to start to, and, and I think it, it works for one part that I could relate to the feminine side and be connected with my feminine side. And because it's actually, I'm, I'm not a girl but I could observe and I could see, you know, and explain mm -hmm. what, what they do. I don't know. I remember once that, that uh, working in Dance Manhattan, Rebecca Schulman say, uh, I did a, a first uh, performance class and it was like uh, 12 women and five guys. So each guy had to dance with two mm -hmm. girls. And it was one part of the choreography that it was just the girls. And the song that we chose, it was Shira Shira. Mm -hmm. And Shira, in his turn, but also in the slang, Shira is a prostitute. Mm -hmm. So I say to the girls, well, here you have to be very seductive. You have to explore in your inner prostitute. Oh! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what was their reaction? Yeah, and then and then uh, Rebecca say, well, for me it's about movement. It's not about, but I don't care. You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about sex or, or the image. I mean, coming from Buenos Aires, the image of the of the tanguero is the gigolo and the prostitute. That's the two characters that you have to play. Yeah. Things got changed. Things got changed. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Interesting. And I'm curious, like. Um, which milongueros did you guys work with during your journey? Yeah, who did you guys study with um, coming up? Because like, you've both been dancing uh, a long time, and I'm curious. Well, we, we're going to have this Saturday uh, Graciela Gonzalez. She was my mentor. Mm -hmm. 
I start with a, a local a neighborhood academy club, but then I explore with uh, I explore different teachers. No, so one one was um, Cacho Dinsel, mm -hmm. but Cacho Dinsel, uh, even with it being in Tango Argentino, big shows, he have a system how to teach. So it was very interesting from the A basic step. In each step, they could add a figure. So from the second step, the side step, you could do a parada. From number three, you could do, I don't know, a Molinete. Yeah, that's uh, so what it was Gabriel very interesting. Who comes from yeah, the Pugliese, right? Mingo family. Yeah. Yeah. Mingo, Mingo Pugliese, his, his instructor was, uh, uh, for him, all the tango, it was based on the on the four steps of the Molinete. Yeah. Either you could go side, you could go forward ocho or back yeah. ocho. So, but it was very, very interesting to find all this. I mean, and when I started dancing with Graciela, Graciela, Graciela took me under her wings and I started to discover the milonga and I was sitting with her and I could see celebrities from tango that the Sotos come and say hello to her and say hello to me because I was next to her, <laughs> you know? So it was it was great on Milena Pleb or but Gracina always make me look to guys who were milongueros. Mm. Like what Pupi, of mm -hmm. course. But there was this guy, Portalea, oh my God. it was amazing. Yeah. Like he was dancing wow. like it was if you look for flashy thing, this guy was no, uh, no. It was just walking. It was more the women. It was more the the feeling to dance with him and and, and seeing his sense of musicality. Yeah, Maybe, uh, it was his great. Turn that, were well, very I was, dynamic. No, I was gonna say his musicality is is, is very very really? interesting. And and the guy, he was very crop bodies in the cemetery. Yeah. That's what he does in his yeah. He cleans the tombstone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can you believe it? Yeah, I really wish I had seen him dance live. Like, I've only found a few videos of him dancing on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Well, that's... The other thing, that the other the other woman that I really adore uh, when um, passed away was Marta Anton. She was an, a great, amazing dancer, and she was the focus in the Kanshengi mm. style. So it was very interesting. But uh, in that time, you know, going with Graciela to the Milongas, there was a group of women, Elina Roldan, La Negra Lina, um, Olga Salvashi, that it was a partner of Ricky Barrios. Uh, and we used to go there to Blue Almagro. That, that was great. Tete. Tete. Tete was great. It was an amazing dancer. And also Omar Vega. Omar Vega, he was a natural dancer. At the, on, at the end of the milonga, when they started to play other music and everybody was gone, he started to do like triple pirouettes with no training in ballet. It was just... Wow. It was, it was uh, you know... Uh, um, Parejita is another milonguero, great milonguero, great teacher, because no also... No, all the milongueros are great teachers, guys. Yeah, That's another no, thing. We, we, we have with really that. good milongueros. <laughs> we have really good we milongueros that you can Vegas. go to the class and get nothing. I love the Omar Vegas dancing, but I've studied with him and it was, it's not, 
you know. Well, I think they're like you. You learn like how they learn by watching and mm -hmm. just, you know. He would yeah, just well, like, it's like a, they all wait. He would just teach a class and be like, "I'm doing this." <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Yeah, but Parejita, Parejita, for example, he had really good yeah. stuff. Really, really, and he's a great teacher. Yeah. So he can explain, and you understand. And he's able to explain the technique, how you, you do it, you know. And if you understand, he, you know, grab you and lead you, so you understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's no, it's no way to don't get something clear for that. So that is a class. Gabriel, that I, uh, Gabriel, I think it was like that. It's yeah. Super. I love Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he also uh, would just take me in the lesson. We'd do privates with them, and he would just grab me and just lead it, and I'd be like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was one private. That I, I I find it with Ricky Barrios. I oh took my it God! Really he so catch me, and I say, "Oh, now I know what is to be grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Now mm. I feel it. I experience myself that this guy make me do things that I, I didn't know what to do. Yes, very unique dynamics. He really manipulates me in this way and put me down. So I I really get it with that because usually in the past when when I start taking lessons. There was a couple, and the guy show you the steps, and then you you practice with the yeah. girl, you know, with the female instructor. But the female instructor, when she doesn't know what you're doing, she won't move. On, <laughs> yeah, no, she will tell the guy, I don't know what he's doing, but they don't feel it right. Yeah, Correct I him. See. So they don't have pedagogic right. skill, you know. Nobody talk where you have to be your weight or what is the free leg yeah, or yeah. what is your access. They show you step and you have to copy. Did you see me? Mm -hmm. Copy. Yeah. That's it. But it was the same when Tete taught. He would be like, dun, 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 show a step. And then the second time he'd show, most of the time it would be slightly different too. Because it was more yeah. about the concept of if it was turning, was the sensation of, how it should be, not necessarily we were, the step work. We were so lucky because Tete taught out of Maipu Kato Kato Kato. And yeah. We, and we went there for his group classes and we were the only ones there. Well, there were a couple more. Yeah. Were there a few more? Yeah, people? yeah, yeah. There were. Oh, there I don't were remember. Solo. I just remember because. So I, then, yeah. Raul Bravo, because I don't want oh, to yeah, forget, yeah, sorry, Raul sorry. Bravo is another great millionaire and he's great teaching. And a couple that I love it, and you bring them here. This Milonguero and no Milonguero because they are, they can do everything and I just love it and I keep learning from them and I can listen to them the complete night and have fun. Nico oh, and Elba. Yes. So it's, it's you know, it's like because it's it's everything. Nito can teach you, can you know, make jokes, it's it's fun all the time. So yeah. it's it's I love it. He has them. dirty yeah. jokes, man. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Did you I know. see their post like two months, three months ago where Nito dressed as a woman and Alba oh, dressed yes. It's so adorable. So, and so good. They do, they do that all the time. So it's like, yes. So we, it's it's we, always yeah, fun. It's I, I have the good fun. luck to, to travel with them. And was like, a, you know, you're laughing from the morning to night. Wow. So it's like. And it's they yeah. both, like the energy. Because we put. Yes, totally. The first day that they taught and it's the first year we hosted them we had them teach three classes on saturday and then two classes sunday and they were going to perform on saturday and the third class yeah. and each class is about an hour and a half and the third class is milonga and when the second class ended we saw nito just sort of sat down 
And yeah. I, I like turned to Adam. I'm like, shit, we have another hour and a half, and it's Milonga. Like he's gonna have a heart attack. Wow. Like, shit, <laughs> we did not plan this right for his age, whatever. And at one point, he just like came over, and I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna tell me he won't be able to do the third class. He's like, I'm looking for something, and then. All of a sudden, he grabs a bandana from someone, blindfolds himself. So bear in mind, I'm thinking like he's not doing well energy-wise. He blindfolds himself, he grabs me and dances a whole song blindfolded. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I'm so out of my league. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, I was so wrong. He can totally teach me. And it was a lesson. fucking milonga. Was it the yeah, milonga it was a that milonga. he led? He just went bananas. Love it. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was so grateful that Meredith asked us to host them. You know, she was like, We're bringing this couple. Obviously, they're well known and legendary. Would you help me help organize a tour for them? And, and uh, we had yeah. them twice, and it was, it was, it was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. They're great. Yes. Love them. It's amazing, though, how many Milongueros you guys uh, work with and like. And I mean, these are just the Milongueros, and then you worked with so many other teachers, I am sure. And it's uh... no, we are the Milongueros. We are the fucking. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Not yet. Not yet. We we stop doing tricks. So <laughs> this is you guys. I have to start doing con... tricks. I don't know. You guys are fairly amazing. No more tricks, no more tricks. Walk, walk, ocho cortado. Walk, walk, ocho cortado. That's it. <laughs> so what's this menu? You know, the, 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 the first uh, place that uh, I we start to work with Karina when I arrived in 2000, it was You Should Be Dancing. Oh, yeah? So I know Tammy and They're Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Riva Pere yeah. was doing yeah. a, a, a milonga uh -huh. there, La Estación. Okay. And I was teaching for her. We were teaching for her, so that your house it was my first house. I well, good news. I don't know if you know this, but um, the studio is going to stay open. They're trying to like, oh great! They're trying to wait it out, and hopefully, you know, when we'll this is over, come back. we'll we're, we'll yeah. be back to work. And actually, we're we're we're, we're right. in touch. I was in touch with Tammy two days ago. We might start teaching private lessons next month there. Um, nice. Because you know the bars yes. and the um, gyms, the gyms have opened, the but then the, the restaurants are going to be open at yeah. yeah. capacity. So I think is is going to be the only studio that survived. I know Ripley. Yeah. Well, dance Ripley studio, Greer. Yeah. yeah, I mean dance studio. I think so. Ripley Greer is still around. Yeah. But um, Dardo closed. Yeah, that was. Sad. Um, I mean, oh, well, it's really, so sad. I missed Dardo no, Dardo yeah. But you know, and I also stepping out that these. We'll come. They'll I mean, be back. They'll be back. It just will be a different space. That's my optimistic view on this. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I also think that there's going to be a lot of... I mean, New York is one of the most creative cities in the world. And I think that New be, Yorkers, and, you know, we, we are New Yorkers. Like, there's, there, We are New York there's going yes. to be Now we are anarchists. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking communist. There's going to be a lot of <laughs> empty spaces, and that means that there's going to be a lot of opportunities for, for people to. Yeah. I'm sure. 
I that wanted... there's got to be like a, a, a ton of empty spaces in the city that are going to be like, if you want to run an event here for one night, have at it. Pay us, you know, $1,000 or $500 or whatever. I mean, this is going to be very unique. It already has been, but it's going to be a very unique experience in New York City history yeah, to that we're all being to be yeah. a part of. Yeah. I would rather, I, I keep I agree. saying this since the beginning to my girlfriend Sharon, I'm like, I would rather be here during this pandemic than anywhere else because I don't think anywhere else is going to affect it quite as much on the street. Like, we're feeling this every day on the street. We're seeing it every day because we're such a big city. And we're also seeing, seeing the, the response and the resilience and it's it's just very exciting. I mean, but it's, it's exciting also, is not the right word because it sucks totally, but yeah, it's also, yeah, but, yeah. You know. but it's also like moments like these, I think, uh, create a lot of creativity mm -hmm. and opportunities for artists because a place like New York where real estate has skyrocketed, everything is so expensive, now it's on a different level and it's going to yeah. come back differently for artists. I think like rents have already dropped, yeah, dropped and lot. this yeah. and that. And um, I'm going to throw this in there because you were like, there's going to be so many opportunities. There's going to be so many creativity. And I wanted to add, there's going to be so many more double penetrations. <laughs> 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 we could have yeah, it to a group. Chico, so. <laughs> I have two. I guess I have two. You could, yeah. All right, but you might have triples. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we already have a triple with Mariana Parra. Oh so. my god. Uh, <laughs> I had to go there. I'm sorry. The turkey. See, guys, you know, I, I will say this. After all these years of working with Chico, everybody thinks I'm the douchebag. I'm the mean one. I'm the evil, weird one. Or under the bell. She is the, <laughs> the bad influence, man. Walter and Leo, I want to ask you before we wrap up, which one of you is the yeah. uh, the bad influence of the relationship? Which one of you, and the partnership, I should say, <clears throat> of Tango, not the relationship, but the, like, if you were ever not well, going to get a gig somewhere, who would they blame? <laughs> they actually blame me? No, Leo, Leo. No, I am. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> So why was the first answer first, Walter? You know that Leo Leo is younger, but he's an old guy in a younger body. He's I am very, an old soul. Yeah, he's that. very traditional. <laughs> he never wants to do another music that is not tango. I'm open to everything, you know? I I didn't want... So it's like, okay, I, what I could do? I put it a, a wig to teach, I put it a wig. Heels, I don't mm -hmm. care. I, I do... I. I try to break you know with the, the boundaries team. but yeah. he's very yeah the boundaries he's very traditionalist he yeah. wants to dance on the tango he had to be like but that. it's also it, he so, started yeah. at age seven or eight so that was like in the way of growing up right mm. like it's it's very yeah. then earlier on in life he's also a republican <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think he is. No, I don't vote, but no. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> no, totally not. <laughs> well, you better fucking vote this year, dude. <laughs> Walter can't do it. I still know. <laughs> I see. Oh, I see. You yeah. have to wait. Yeah. What's this Medina yeah. stuff? 
Oh, yes. That was pandemic. And me get boring because I can't dance, so I get fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I start to bake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I want some. So, yes, well, we can meet anytime Central Park. I, I bring the mate and the medias okay, luna. I, will, Let's do I it. accept your challenge because I also started, I've, I've always cooked, but since the pandemic, I've been working on my chops. And uh, yeah, it's getting it's getting pretty nice. So I'm gonna make Chico on a yeah. dinner tomorrow night. Actually, yes. Braised short ribs. Oh, great. With, uh, Sharon had this meal once, and Oscar, my buddy Oscar, had this meal once. So Chico's gonna be the third. honored to have it. Or I mean, it's my honor to. It gets better every time, right, Adam? Braised short ribs with mashed potato. And how you, how you two meet? I don't know the, your story. Uh, uh, well, well, while you're. Why don't you plug your uh, FaceTime, Facebook, FaceTime? I'm so out of the loop. But I know you have a show on Facebook, FaceTime, where you interview yeah. people in Spanish. It's called com com Comadreando, Comadreando, which means like or chatting, right? Yes. 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 And um, what, can you tell us a little more about, more about it? This is how he's not going to answer yeah. that question. <laughs> no, I was going to say we... we, we <laughs> Don't worry, you will get invited to Comadreando and we will get the answer. No, Comadreando, it was, it was that. It was during the pandemic. I called Maria Valentina and she she's great organizer. And, and because she is a school teacher and a nerd, you know, she program everything. I have control. She's clean and neat. So, okay, I need somebody like that. And I would like to do like a, a program to... To connect, to, to connect with people now that we cannot meet in the Milonga, we cannot have a coffee with friends. So I don't want to be isolated. I want to, I have the chance to meet people now that I never have the chance to, you know, to talk in the Milonga because it was always work. So and and we start to do it, and I'm I'm very happy with the program. Yeah, no, I I, I am too because when you had Emiliano on the show. Oh, that's I was great. so excited because I was understanding everything in Spanish. I was so because oh, he speaks. Can, he speaks so clearly. He speaks so speak clearly. Slow. You guys speak so clearly. It's not like the typical Castellano where it's like a pata pata. You know, like I, I was so because I'm still obviously I'm learning and, and, and comprehension is is still a problem. But I was like, yes, I'm getting this. I'm getting this. But you know, but you know what, Adam, <laughs> living here now for twenty years. I listen to me, uh, to myself, and uh, speaking Spanish, and uh, I'm not very good. So don't, <laughs> don't listen to me, well, because I lost how I lost the Spanish, and now everything is Spanish. Well, from where Perfect. I'm at, it's great. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect for us. So I have one last. Question. I will. Should we answer their question, or should oh, okay. we save it for when we're on their show? Up you have to another them. question. Up to them. You you ask the question, Chico. Well, what do you guys want? You want us to answer your question before my question? Yeah, let's answer. Okay. All well, right, quick answer. Quick answer. We were in yeah. Robin Thomas's classes. No, that's not the quick answer. Yes. And no, because Betty of ours, Betty, Yeah, oh. but we were in the same classes. And at the end of a class, a common friend came over, Betty, and she was like, you guys need to meet each other. And that was it from there on. Well, well, which I, I would live, love to say oh. we hit it off, but classmates. Well, I was next living time with, I met honest, him, I no, But the other thing is, like, I lived with Betty. Okay. And she told me like before 
that happened. She's like, I have a friend oh. that you should meet. You'll love her. She's great. I had just moved to New York City. I was 20 years old, 21 years old. And I was wanting to be a tango dancer. And she's like, this is a friend. Betty's like 60. Well, at the time, she's probably in her 50s. So anyway, yeah. Then in the class, she introduced us. Yeah. And then, and then the first thing I said yeah. to Chica was like, "No, not that." Do thing. you know how to do paleos? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still can't leave to this fucking day, by the way. That that was fine that day actually. It was a very brief introduction, but then the next time I saw him, it was another class, and I walked in late because I came from work, and the class had started. It was on paleos, and he looked at me. It was just sort of like stretching. Like, yeah, like stretches I stretch. every day. <laughs> like, I'm a, like, I'm an athlete. <laughs> and then he just, like, walked to me. He's like, you know how to do boleos? You I'll know what boleos are. That was no, no, here's the thing. If I was stretching, that means I was trying to impress you. That's, I think you told me that. <laughs> I know you told me years later. I actually thought you were cute, and I was trying to impress you, and I didn't know how to behave, so I was just stretching. <laughs> We tango dancers, we don't stretch. <laughs> and I thought, he's like, what a weirdo. <laughs> that was my impression. <laughs> what a dick, actually. That went through my head. Yeah. Uh, so, who does better makeup? We don't do makeup. Well, well, I've seen you guys dressed up for one capriccio. It was amazing. Ah, we but for that occasion we have a friend okay. that is a drag queen that she do the makeup. All right, because I yeah, was gonna we ask we don't do you it. to teach me. <laughs> yeah, but if you ask asking who look better, that's another answer. But <laughs> welcome back, Marcelo. Guys, thank you so much for bringing me back. I was trying to figure out if my internet was not working. So well, yeah, much I'm back. Sounds much better. Yeah. You're... Guys, I never had a chance to see you dancing, muchachos. Una pena. Sí. Bueno, tendremos la oportunidad. Sí. Esto en algún momento reactivará. Sí. Oh, we have, a, we have, a, we have a website with all the videos. If you want. Yeah, to put it in. Oh, the, please, put it in please, put right it in. Yeah. New York, New York, uh, Mail Tango. Did we share that on the event? Where is? I think the... I did. I'll share this. On I'll the... put it in when we publish the, the yeah. podcast. I'll put it in. Thank you. New York Mail Thank you. I'm writing it. Tango.com. <laughs> I you like guys, hearing you type. And, and, and you guys don't New know our cell phone. No. Have you guys Mar met Marcella in person before? No. You you live in in, in Boston. In Buenos no? Aires. No, he was based ah. he was between DC and New York and Maybe even Boston a little bit, but he's based in Buenos. He's still in Buenos Aires now. Yeah. Where, where oh, are you in Amalgo? Yeah, probably we cross in in the Milongas or something, but yeah. yeah. But you are. Was uh, you still in Nueva York or in Buenos Aires? No, no, in Nueva York. Sí. In Nueva York. Ah, okay. Sí, sí. Good. Sí, ya. No, we. Twenty years for Walter and ten years for me, ya. Ah, bastante. Sí. 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 Sí, pero, Empezamos a hablar pero, rápido, pero, así la gente no entiende Marcelo acá. No le gusta, en el... Marcelo no le gusta Nueva York. Prefiere DC. Puta. 
The zombies from Washington. Los políticos. It's very so neat and clean, but I prefer the dirt of New yeah, York. Me the acceleration. Yeah. The vibe. Okay. Wow. That's why we are anarchists. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, but uh, Marcelo vivía acá por pocos meses, ¿sí? Yes. He did. Marcelo se fue. Se fue okay. No, acá estoy, acá estoy. Viví, no, bastante. Viví, uh, I was living in New York for a while, then in, in DC too, a couple of months in San Francisco. So I start to know the states quite, ah, know, quite yeah, well. Yeah. Marcelo always goes around with a group of tourists in his hometown. It's amazing. Where? He's in Buenos Aires. Whenever I see him, he's uh, like surrounded with... Yeah. Like all these people Gringos. are visiting because he's traveled so much <laughs> and there's no, so true. many people. Uh, it's really nice. nice. Yeah, the well, people like me. That is so weird. I don't think he has friends in Argentina. <laughs> there's a few. I don't think pets down there like you, man. Like Andres Amarilla, he's another one. Like when, when he's in Buenos Aires, he's always with like everybody else, but no locals. But then when he's here, he bitches about the U.S. all the time. <laughs> no, that's true. Anyway, we're rambling on. We should probably wrap it up because we're, we're rambling on about nonsense. The scotch is kicking in. Are you guys drinking anything? <laughs> no. No, no. We are not drinkers. I'm more than smoker. Mm -hmm. We're going to do that tonight, 4020. It's going to be legal. <laughs> Vote for Biden. <laughs> it's going to be legal. Yes. Good for yeah. you guys. Okay. Good for you. And uh, I'm gonna. It was great to talk to you. Finally. I mean, not weed. I'm just gonna smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> smoke something. Rice. That's not. So that. Don't ask. Don't tell. Waki tabaki. Salute that man. All right, uh, <laughs> guys. It's been so wonderful to to chat with yeah, you guys. Yeah, I would love and, to uh, continue, but we won't take more of your time. Love to hang out soon and and. Fuck, man. When, next time we see you at a Milonga. Let's hang out. Grande Brazos, and uh, it'll be awesome. Yes. We have to yes, dance. Yes, guys. Oh, we yeah. Oh, Chico, let's I do don't it. think I, I, I would love. I don't think I dance with I you. I don't think I dance with no. either one of you, and I always. Well, yeah. And we I, have I, to. I wish I could lead with them. Really well. She can follow phenomenally, obviously, but she can lead really well. I can lead okay. Okay, we will, we will shit, exchange roles. I'll do my best, and I look forward to it. I would love to, I love dancing, and this is how I dance with Peely a lot, and we have a great time. I love taking over the lead without changing the embrace. That's and great. It's, uh, That's something I would love to, to morph tango into more. Yeah. Is this experience of just like, comp, like, come back, going back and forth between leading and following while you're dancing. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a nice conversation. Yeah, exactly. All right, gentlemen. All right. Good night. Buenas noches. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. Buenas noches. 
Buenas noches. Guys, what a day for me. My, they kicked me out. My song was not good. What the fuck? You were like a little cricket with your blind. It was so funny. It was. Yeah, you had some issues. You had some issues. Maybe it was mental. I don't know, Marcella. Yeah, I was thinking exactly yeah. that. It's meant... <laughs> I miss I don't you. Know. Know. Right, man? How are you doing? You hanging in there? Are you getting out? Are you getting out? Are you seeing people? Yeah, yeah, I know. I have my haircut. Oh! You will see me next Monday. I will have a new haircut. I went, uh, no, we are hanging out here. I choose to don't go out because I don't like people, but that is my choice. It's not, oh, it's okay. not because. Okay. <laughs> well, then the, the, the pandemic is perfect for you. Well, next Monday, guys, let's plug this in. Virtual Tango. Oh, yeah. We have next Monday, our, our virtual Tango. You can uh, get our advertisement now. <laughs> Part two of the Virtual Tango Encuentro. We have two fantastic Milonga videos that we're working with, and we're going to continue to work with them. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, they? I have. And, and you, Chico, you have some ideas I'm looking forward to hear. Okay, I was waiting for you guys, but I'll send it. <laughs> I yes, I want, to, I want to hear ideas. Okay. All right. Cool, so we're going to play out with this song, and... Uh, Chat with you soon, Marcelo. Yeah, maybe Friday, Saturday, sometime, Marcelo. We'll yes, let's do it. Let's soon. do it. All right. Thank so, you, everybody. Muy bien, chicos. Listening. Thank you, everybody. Yes. Everybody who is in the chat, thank you so much for being there. Yes. We are nothing um, without you. Muchas gracias. Here is the song. Bye-bye. And this I'm playing for Walter and Leo. Yep, uh, yeah. Sorry, guys, I'm going to restart that. Little technical issue.